Blog Talk Radio. Grew up watching sports because my grandfather, you know, 
had a girl, a little granddaughter girl. So at the time I was the only grandkid, and so my great-grandfather and my grandpa used to take me everywhere with them. So like I, I, when I was a kid, I was fishing and everything. <laughs> and so I kind of did guy little things, even though I'm very girly now. But growing up with those, so I would do a lot of guy stuff, like, you know, sports and all that stuff. So <laughs> That's why I kind of like sports today, you know. And I'm not always my. I'm not a person who I used to be like where I watch sports all the time, and you know, like yeah, I'd be like a guy. But now I'm not like that because sometimes it can take up a lot of your time. So you know, I try to watch certain games or my favorite games and stuff like that. But yeah, so that's why I kind of end growing up. I kind of like sports. there was no guy uh, grandkids, so <laughs> it was me. <laughs> All right, and so you know, and I'm a uh, my great grandfather, my grandpa's little girl, so you know, I was kind of a favorite girl, so it is what it is. <laughs> so you guys, man, oh my God, my week has been really great. Today I had an audition. I don't want to talk much about. It. I just want to tell y'all, I'm still auditioning and stuff like that. It was fun. I had a great time. I'm excited. You never know. Uh, but yeah, I had a lot of fun. So it was like you know. It was cool. I am so proud of myself because I'm like, yeah, I'm continuing, you know, into my venture into the acting world and stuff like that. And, you know, so, and other stuff. So, you guys, you know, it's all good. So, I am, I know y'all, some of y'all wondering, are you still going to do acting? Yeah, I'm still out here, okay? So, um, so yeah, that's been my week. It's been very good. Um, man, what else is new? Okay, so we got, you know, I wasn't planning on coming on, but we got so much to talk about. And I'm just going to start off talking about stuff because I'm not going to have, like, the traditional show. I wasn't going to have an it's a word, I guess, but I'm not now because I feel like my it's a word is going to come in one of these stories (laughs) that I'm going to tell, so I'll save it to the end. But, man, so I got to start with, Okay, y'all know I love After Lockup. I have been watching that, BMF. I've been watching that, but I'm not going to have a talk about it this week. I just don't have the energy. <laughs> okay, but uh, but I am going to go into a Jaguar, right? Okay, okay. We've been talking about Jaguar for the last few weeks here. And listen, I tell y'all, I always love to cheer an underdog. Um even when crazy stuff happened, I even talked about last week about, like, sometimes crazy things happen, even this incident at the airport. I talk about how, you know, even in the world of celebrity, there are people who I don't, I always say I don't dismiss people's story, even when they act a little crazy, because uh, I always say the crazy house is sometimes filled with some form of truth, okay? This week, <laughs> just last night, I think, uh, Jaguar, right? I mean, I think she's like she. I don't know if she's. It's like the Adventures of Jaguar right now. But she had uh, a lot of bloggers are talking about it. I just wanted to talk about it for a second because because that's what I do. <laughs> uh, so apparently, I was listening to one of the bloggers show, one of the great bloggers I like to listen to on YouTube, and um. Jaguar apparently is her and her husband like had some sort of thing at a club where, you know, um, like oh god, I wanna I'm gonna tell you guys who show you can listen to the whole full, um, hold on thing on so you guys can hear it because I'm not gonna tell you the full thing. I'm just gonna interpret it in the best way I can. 
and then I'll uh, let you guys go and hear it. But it's um, who is this show? I really uh, like his show. I listen to it sometimes. Um, Sean Davy Way show. Okay, so he had a talk with Jaguar then last night. Okay, apparently Jaguars in Phoenix, I think now Arizona or something like that. And he went to Chicago. She's in Arizona. <laughs> and uh, and those of you who don't know, Jaguar Wright was a pop. Was she wasn't? She was. She was going to be a popular singer in the nineties. Uh, what I think people don't understand, like people are like I was hearing some show today I was listening to, and they were like kind of dismissing her flight in the nineties. No, if you that you probably don't understand, Jaguar was really set to be something big, but I don't know what happened, okay? I'm thinking I get a, I'm get getting a picture of what may have happened. But, um, and I'm going to say that today. I'm going to say what my picture is, okay, with my picture of what may have happened, okay? But um, she was set, she was, she was being set up for something big. I remember the Jaguar Coke commercial, okay? I wasn't into Jag as much, but I knew that the underground, she was she was getting a lot of buzz. So it would not be true to be dismissive of acting like she wasn't going to be out there anyway. That means you probably weren't, you probably were you probably didn't kind of catch it. During the, she was going to be, she was, she was on a launching pad to do something, okay? You don't just... Sing background for Jay Z on the unplugged, do coke commercials with the roots. It, you, it, you know, you were gonna be on some sort of launching pad, okay? Uh, so, what I'll say is this: uh, to, yeah, the other day, she was with her husband. She was at a club, I guess, and on the Sean Davy Way show, she was like t- talking about. Uh, I guess she kissed the woman because you know she's supposed to be bisexual, I think. And so, you know, they had a little thing. Wasn't big or whatever, but go back to the hotel. Uh, he parks her husband's kind of drunk, so he leaves his car in a uh, a parking lot somewhere in Phoenix. Well, the car ends up burn burning up. Okay, yes, you like how much bad stuff can happen. <laughs> it's not funny, but you're like, damn, like you've had a hell of the last six weeks. A lot of people are saying. Oh, she's trying to do some sort of reality show. She's trying to do this. She's trying to do that. I'm going to give y'all my honest assessment on Jaguar, right? Really. Now, I haven't, I've been kind of holding back because I don't, want, I don't ever want to sound dismissive of a person, ever, because people's truth can come, you think you know, but you really have no idea. Like sometimes you can be saying, Somebody is paranoid, and you're thinking they're crazy, and you're thinking, you think of that, but there'll be some form of truth in things they're saying, okay? Um, after hearing that last night on Sean Davey Way show, here's what I'll say. I don't know if she's shooting for some sort of reality show. I don't know if that's what the deal is. I don't know what's going on. But what I would say to her, if I knew her, is that you need to back up off these internet, these YouTube shows. You need to uh, get some rest for yourself, uh, your family, decide what. <laughs> because if a series of this many bad things are really happening to you like that, like really happening, 
like, my God. I mean, that's a warning. That's a red flag to just, like, stop, slow down, you know. Um, and I know some people around me say, Carlotta, do you really believe, like, you know, Jay-Z? But no, I don't. Listen, here, listen, let me just say this, okay? I don't believe people directly do any uh, thing to you like that with these big celebrities. Even though you'd be surprised what big celebrities do, you th- you have an idea of what you think Jay Z's lifestyle is like, or what you think Beyonce's lifestyle is like, and you think, oh, they could never do. They don't have time to live because you have a perception that's been. Let me just. <laughs> Like I don't, I'll get to what I'm, what I'm trying to say. Let me, let me explain this first. You have a perception of what you think big stars' life should be like. You think, oh, they're always busy. They've got this and that to do. Blah blah blah. But listen, check this out. They have downtimes, <laughs> and people do all kind of strange things in their downtime, including you'd be surprised. <laughs> Even when they claim not to be listening to bloggers and stuff, they're either there's sometimes their people do. Or some of them do. Okay, they, they might not. They might try to come out like you know I'm better. I'm bigger. I'm better. I got to do. Listen, I can. I know some of the some people who got lots to do and busy and stuff like that, and they still be like you know yeah I had time. I was listening to somebody the other day. Girl was crazy. I you know blah blah blah. Even if it's for a few minutes. Sometimes people are too busy. Sometimes they're not. But trust me, their life is not exactly what you perceive it to be. Okay. And especially in their downtimes, when they're, or when they're like when you're on. Think, imagine you, you're on tour, you're on the bus, you're not doing anything for hours to your next. You're heading to your next show. Shit, you might have time to tune in. I'm gonna listen to this. What they talking about? You, they may not know. Nobody may know you. Listen. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It, and and they their their idea is to act to you because what they do is so public. And so out there is to act like to you like they're not touched, okay? And I wouldn't listen to everything. Trust me, if I was somebody, a big celebrity, I wouldn't listen to everything, okay, because you could hear a lot of shit. But what I'm saying is the perception is to give you that they're above that. But they're they're humanity, okay? And humanity, and I know they love to go on these shows. You got some of these big time. I don't, you know, I don't. I, I'm such and such. I don't have time. I'm busy. That, that's a perception that they love to give off. But I'll tell you this because I am a art. I'm a person who who is in the arts too, and I love the arts. And I may not be a big star or whatever, but most people who have a gifting for the arts and stuff, there is a need for people to. There is a need. It's it's not all a great need. You know what I'm saying? It can you know. But in order to be in this kind of world, there is a need to be loved by people, right? Not always, right? But there is, and there is some need. There's sometimes you'll find in most artists some form of insecurity. It helps them with their art. So you're thinking you look at people who are so confident and so this and that. And sometimes you'll. That's why you know you'll go into these worlds of celebrity, and you'll find somebody who is the most insecure. Sad, sometimes drugs, uh, drinking, and everything. But they may have a beautiful gift, but they may have not been rooted and grounded in themselves, right? Or they could have so many things that happen to them in the course of uh, of their life, and they may have pushed through. Do you get what I'm saying? To um, 
push through to um, to become a singer or push through to become an artist, an actor, or, or, or whatever. But you will find sometimes that you will, you will meet a lot of hurt people in the world of art, the arts. And a lot of times because the famous, being the fame and stuff like that can be sometimes a CD world, um, you'll have a lot of people who have great gifts, but they don't have much character. Even the ones who've made it. Because you think, oh, she can't make it with no snotty attitude. It's a lot of people that make it with snotty attitudes, okay? Trust me. Okay? Uh, and they just haven't been found out yet. <laughs> or some of them you've heard about and you've ignored or something like that. So I'm just saying that your perception in the public is far different of a perception that uh, even among celebrities, like celebrities will come in, they will go into a room, like in a news media room, and, you know, they will talk, oh, she's such a sweet girl, she's so nice, oh, I love her, I love her. And they'll walk away and be like, that is a bitch. <laughs> right? It's really, but you, to the perception, to you, to the public, they have to give to you that everybody is oh, they're so nice, oh, they're so this and that. But you may not know the true perception of that person, right? So or they could be a nice person that everybody's telling the truth on, but you you just never know because that world, they kind of tend to shield each other in that world, okay? So I say all of that to say that the behavior of JAG is not, it's unusual because, you know, it's not unusual for even people who are, Oh, let me just see this. In the fame game. Like, I'll tell you, I mean, I remember hearing one time a story. I won't say a person. But hearing a story about a, a, a singer, okay, who's pretty famous. Uh-huh, and that she really dealt deals with mental illness. Like, people don't know. Like, I heard a story that she was writing on, like, walls and stuff, like songs and stuff. People thought, say, oh, that's normal. That's walls and stuff. Like in a room where you're writing all over the wall songs. And a lot of people are saying, no, she's got some problems. She needs needs medication, right? And it doesn't mean that she wasn't hit a certain way in the industry and that made her, she couldn't hit whatever happened to her, may have broke her, right? Um, And... A lot of people hid for a little while that she, this particular person, was acting off, okay? Um, In the case of Jaguar, right, I don't know if Jaguar has burnt so many bridges in the industry that it just, she's been one of those people that has been ousted, which it looks like to me. But uh, it does not mean that all of her stories, it's crazy. Like it's, it's it's false. It just does not mean. It doesn't mean the crazy. But it do, it does mean you should look at it with a little bit of discernment, especially when people are having um, uh, mental illness episodes. Because people could be in mania if they're bipolar, or having if they're schizophrenic. You could be having a schizophrenic episode. But it could be a lot of things. But I'll just say this: there's a lot of bipolar people in arts in the arts arts world, okay? 
uh, it is what it is, okay? Um, and that's nothing wrong with being bipolar. It just means you 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 have you you have a diagnosis and you need to take care of your mental health, right? Um, I mean, the rumors there's rumors that some of the greatest things were created in people's mania. So, um, not that I'm telling y'all not to take your mania. That's what I'm saying, but I'm just saying that they're in being there having mental illness is not unusual to the celebrity world. So a lot of people see a celebrity, a, a person who was once a, a, on her way in celebrity celebrity dome, and you'll say, well, that's why she, I see why she ain't famous. But the truth is, there's a lot of people that have made it that's just like that. They just tend to hot for some reason, they may have had the right people that could, uh, that could shield it, men and women, okay, that could and that's why later on sometimes you'll see a celebrity get to the top and eventually they start to break, the, the armor starts to break because, you know, people can't keep a hold to the armor. Jag just happened to, uh, whatever happened just, just didn't, it, the fame didn't go as far and they, they didn't start hiding it. You, you guys get what I'm saying as much. So don't, I, I, what I always try, try to tell people is, you know, we, we have a tendency, and even myself sometimes, to think because people are in a certain class or certain this and that, they don't have time or they ain't doing this and they ain't doing that. You don't know what they're doing. <laughs> That's all you know what I'm saying. And so, um, but use your own discernment when you see some of this stuff out here in some of these stories. Now, this brings me to my assessment of her. I really, like I said, I really think she needed to be going at home. When you, when you are not, let me just say this, and this is for me. This is for anybody. I'm, I'm saying I'm preaching to myself too. Okay. When you are not About this last week, and I saw her singing in a cast. She was in some place on Sean Davey. Somebody he played a video, of something of her singing. Has relay. Oh my God! Listen, one of the, Jaguar Wright has one of the most beautiful voices. She was singing a cappella. I was like, damn. I mean, it just sounded a I was like, damn. <laughs> I mean, flawless. Now, you can have a singing voice. Not everybody who sings is meant to be in the entertainment industry. Like, you might be a singer, but you might do something else for a living. You might be you might be a teacher, like a music teacher, or you might be a develop an artist who develops other artists, or you you might not be meant to be in the public. Okay? But here's what I will say that is important. That you use your gift. It doesn't have to be all the time, but it's, but when you have a gift like Jaguars and stuff like that, and you have a personality like her, I I, I, I kind of think sometimes maybe it's meant for public. But here's the thing: you have to make sure that the people around you. And that's hard to do because you all 
has a person you're constantly evolving and the people that you're with in life always evolve, okay? That's in life. You know, you always have to take a look and say around you and go, is this, is this what I need? Is this good for me? Is this not good for me? And stuff like that. But when you are doing everything else but that great gift, When you are out of your call, it's always dangerous. I think I've talked about it on the show. It's, it's one of the most dangerous places to be. I mean, you know, I talk on this show a lot about other celebrities. I have a great time. It's fun. I, I love celebrity news, celebrity gossip. And sometimes, listen, I say stuff and I always laugh. I'd be like, I already know for sure. I just take a guess, okay? But, uh What I will say is that you can, I, and, and I'm on my show, I'm a little bit of a cynic, okay? But what I will say is this, like I'm a cynic when it comes to the career of Beyonce, all right? I always think it's overhyped. But, listen, one thing I do think, do I think that, even though I think she's a robot or something, do I think she, somebody said she's a hard worker? Hell yeah. Does she, does she, does she uh, sing decent? Yeah. Does she uh, have, is she beautiful? Oh, my God, yes. Okay? There's no lies there, okay? So, but I just may not like the way the career has been handled. But there can be such a level, you can get to a level of such cynicism, like you just, where, where, you, where nothing, what nothing is, if you're out of something, out of your call, where you will just, not have balance with anything. And what I feel like we're looking at here and we're starting to see it, I'm like, oh, my God. Because when she came back, she sounded so much more healthier and she sounded better when she was gone for a year and she came back. But then now it's starting to sound like, I don't know, is she spiraling? And so sometimes that takes, you know, you might have to look at the people around you, assess where you're trying to go. Are you in your calling, what you're supposed to be doing? I mean, you know, even if you can't do it on the level of what you – and see, I'm a person – let me just say this, okay? I'm going to say this, too. This is a sidebar. I know we seeing to me, in the entertainment industry, we're seeing so much going on. I feel like it's a level of so much deception spiritually in the world right now. Every, I mean, I think we're under a cloud of such spiritual deception right now that is – Thick, and we might continue to be under it until you know, to, if we're in the end times. But um, we're just—it's such a cloud of deception that you might not be. We're not seeing everything clearly. I, 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 and then some things we're seeing very clearly. Like you're hearing more talk about. Uh, even though in the 70s there was this talk, you remember about celebrity and occultism because it's always existed, okay? It's just what it is, okay? And if celebrities get out there and tell you that it's not exist, they're lying. Celebrity, rock and roll, and the Satanism church, <laughs> not all people rock and rollers, but, I mean, there has been connections, okay, and stuff like that. All these things. Here's the thing. You're coming into a time where I feel like there's going to be more people are going to be exposed because maybe they've taken out too much heavy witchcraft artillery to try to make careers and all kind of stuff, and they've done 
so many that I feel like that is being more exposed in the age of information, right? And so here's what I'll say spiritually. If you made a deal with the devil in the age of information, he's probably going to sell you out. <laughs> I mean, eventually, eventually he probably will. You know what I'm saying? Because in the age of information, you're being exposed now. So a lot of it, so even Jaguar Wright and some of the stuff she's saying about celebrity, it's easy for people to be more susceptible and listen to it because we see symbolism, we see all kind of crazy things happening and stuff like that. And... um the veil is being broken in that world, and it is a lot of um, illusion there. Because show business is, that's what show, show business sells illusion, okay? So if you've been a person who may have been ousted before because you stood for something greater or powerful, well, you may be coming to a time where you find you will find yourself probably being able to move better, meaning um, – Move better and faster in your energy and not have to sell out to forces that you would not want to sell out to, okay? Uh, because I think why you're going to have levels of exposures on one end and levels of 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 where evil end up helping good. You know, the, there's a, a scripture I love. Not to bring up the Bible, but there's a scripture that says the wealth of the wicked is laid up for the just, right? So, listen, sometimes you will have people in high places who aren't even your cup of tea who are going to help you. And you ain't got to sell out and do nothing, <laughs> right? So so sometimes I'm, what I'm saying, gosh, what I'm saying, what I'm hoping I'm making sense. What I'm saying is if you've been in, like, if you've been hurt or rejected from an industry that you try to stand for something in, well, this is a time that you could probably be able to move in without the power structure that was once there. I believe that power structure, a lot of it, not all of it, but a lot of it may get a fall. Some of it coming up may get a fall. We may see more exposing within the next two to three years of certain people, artists, all kinds of things. That's going to be shocking probably to the public. But I don't think the whole system will fall. But you're going to see enough where people will be able to move in. Who like that's what people people are doing that with the internet. Like the internet, people are podcasting and stuff like that. Before the rains, before these uh, energies take hold of the uh, of the of the the internet and podcasting world, right now you're seeing people move out of tradition of ABC, CBS, and all that stuff because people understand, like, they try, you know, they, once they get a artist, are they trying to control you, control what you say? So a lot of people are finding it more uh, easier to find their own platforms and stuff like that because there's a window open for it right now, okay? So what I will say, what I'm saying as far as Jaguar right is concerned, I think that there's anger because of what she's seen, what she may have been exposed to in the industry. I don't believe, I don't know if all the true things she say is truth, maybe truthful, kind of truth, can have some truth to it. But, and I and let me just say, I've told y'all, I've heard a lot of that stuff before she even said it, okay? Some of the stuff, some of the stuff I have heard, okay? But, um, don't, become so cynical and angry that you start moving out of your gift and into something else. 
that's why I say because you know Jaguar I think is moving into something else and, and, and instead of what she's really powerful at which is music and also fighting against the the system now maybe she needs to know how to do that in a more in a way that um how can I say that's there's a way you can fight against artists and the system and certain and you can even say certain things or whatever but you have to be very careful in how you move and do it and you have to watch your own energy and right now it ain't looking so good sis <laughs> You gotta get caught up that fire. You gotta have a fight with your husband. You gotta be It's just crazy, right? <laughs> uh, so I will just say, you know, I am praying for her because I feel like, you know, uh, when you get out of your call and when you start doing in the sun, we start going into some kind of other stuff. Like this, when you know you call for something else, you can even do it on a, small, a smaller level. Like I said right now. You might not can get back in the industry where you once was at this time, but the doors are shifting. And, you know, for me, she could have probably, maybe she could do teaching, be teaching music lessons or or um, focus, uh, focusing on maybe being, singing background on some people's albums that you do trust, building back trust in the industry among people that you can trust. And not maybe around another the other group who seems crazy, you know, to you. But I think the more you start to, you know, act crazy and stuff, then people start to question, like, oh my God, you know, is she stable? Is she okay? People start to question your story, like when they see all these things coming out. People start thinking you crazy. So I just. I guess what I'm trying to say is right now if I was her, I'd more start to prepare myself to shift into uh, ways I can help people musically. Also, yes, if you want to still talk about the industry, but doing it in a tactful way. Would I bring up people like Jay-Z and Puffy because the public perception of people, of those people, are sometimes um, they have an unrealistic perception. Like y'all believe people are billionaires. All these people are billion. Child, if I <laughs> there's such a difference in you know um, celebrity, especially black celebrity billions and and white celebrity. I hate to tell y'all that. I know black people it hurts you, but you know, listen, um, when you look at our stats. And even I've been in places where, you know, like I was telling y'all when I went to go see, at one time I went to see Dennis Kimbrough a few years back, and how he told the story of how Deborah Lee wanted him to come to uh, BET Awards and BET to have these do lectures to some with some of the celebrities because they didn't know how to handle their money. So you see in Glamour on one end and you see in magazines tell you, so, because <coughs> here's the thing, <coughs> It, the, 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 the greater the perception that you guys have of fame and glamour and things like that, they're selling you part illusion. Show business is part of the sale is uh, that I'm glamorous. 
right? And then you'll hear so many people who get in that world and be like, whoa, whoa, like, damn, it's never what I thought, right? So, but that's because, yes, there's certain parts of it that's glamorous, but there's a lot of parts of it that are, are illusion, okay? Like, I was laughing last week, you know, I talked about it a little bit on the show about Beyonce having a $24 million. I said, it's then, it's $24 million show. Then I heard Terrence J or somebody say, it was actually $45 million. I was like, Please. now we're getting that ridiculous. Why? Because really, nobody really knows the numbers. But it sounds really glamorous to tell y'all she got $24 million. She might have got 10 She might have got 5 You don't know, but it sounds glamorous. These people know how to sell bullshit, okay? Which brings, so, you know, prayers for Jaguar, right? I, I pray that, you know, but it's just right now I feel like she's out of, she's going out of pocket. And she's coming up to a time where she was doing that, the idea of Dallas, here, let me just say this, the idea of Dallas TV and stuff like that, that was cute if it ain't a bunch of crap on it, you know, mess or something, but it's cute if you're using a platform for other artists because the doors are opening as such where you can create your own platforms and you can create a, a, a certain things and stuff like that. And you could be anti-Rock Nation, anti-this and that, and move because the doors I'm not saying that particularly that that people, those people, but I'm saying doors are closing in certain places. They don't know the doors have closed yet, but certain people, I'm not saying them. I'm just saying certain high ups. You can see it coming. You can see the, the you can see, you can feel the t- certain shifts happening. And it won't close all of bad things, no, because that, that will always exist. But certain, like, there came a time for certain people you have heard about, like, here's what happened in the industry. Here's what happens in the industry. Like, the Me Too movement. I didn't like the Me Too movement because the Me Too movement failed in a lot of ways. I don't like you coming back to get somebody from 50 years because even if I, I've heard these things about this person, but you coming to try somebody for something 50 years ago and you have no proof, I don't like things like that. Or coming, even... It, with R. Kelly, one of the ways reasons I was talking about R. Kelly on here is being the predator and the prey, because these a lot of these cases. That's why they dropped they dropped a lot of that in Chicago because a lot of these cases they're hard to prove. And ladies, it's, it's not to trigger you if you've been raped or if you've been uh, molested or anything like that, but it is so hard to prove a case when it happened 50 years ago. And a lot of this is political. We're using the justice system for politics because I feel like powers that be are pressing the the doors on. They trying to clean up some of their stuff, getting rid of some of the some of the people, but not all of them because you know they gotta clean up in some way. So let's pick two that's really out there, <laughs> right? But you don't got no proof of. That's what I think, and I don't like that kind of stuff, right? You know, like the Epstein stuff. Like I would. I'm going to get into that in a minute, but it's like there's, like, it's a lot of uh, um, implications around the Epstein stuff, okay? I mean, still no big people have been picked up, but it satisfies the public to think that, oh, some things have happened. I mean, this world is so kind of wild that we don't know the the behind-the-scenes scoops of things, and most of us don't research enough. If we did, it would scare us to death. Okay, so 
here's my thing is, and plus the reason why I don't like those type of trials and stuff like that, and I, I didn't think R. Kelly's trial was that fair because some of the stuff I was like, eh, I don't know if that's believable. I mean, I, you don't have any proof after 20 years, <laughs> right? But <clears throat> a lot of us didn't pay attention to trials, okay? So here's my thing is why I say that. It's not because I don't believe he's a molester, not because I don't think bad things, but one day you could be tried. If Trust me, if a person who where they don't have evidence and they may have done something and you may know it, but you don't have evidence and you convict them, trust me, they're going to come from the innocent too. Okay, so it. So you want always people to have fair trials. You want to think of your own self, your own family members, your own loved ones, friends, and stuff like that. You always want a system that's fair, even if that means some people get off that shouldn't be. That don't mean that you go. See, a lot of times people won't won't try. You you, you gotta. That means you gotta catch them, but catch them in the right way. Right, make it hard so they don't they don't commit any more crimes. Right, you know what I'm saying? Like, or Kelly, you could have made it hard where he wasn't having no young people, but it was like now they when we, it was like a I didn't never liked about how they did how they rolled it out. It was like once he got he was no longer valuable, then they started rolling out all kind of crap from out every kind. Suddenly a documentary came out. Suddenly people was coming out the woodwork with no proof, just with stories. I mean, <laughs> it's kind of crazy, okay? So, I mean, that's uh, so you always you always want to stand for people having fair trials. That's hard for people to do in America because most people, you, especially this generation, because this generation has been taught. You guys have been raised up on, in a different world, in a world that that says. Everybody should believe, regardless if you have evidence or not. <laughs> it's just we're going to all be sensitive to everybody. But we have a justice system, which I'm scared because for the future, but our justice, we have a justice system that's not always been used the right way. But on paper it looks good when you say people are innocent until proven guilty. That's a good system. But not everybody it has worked, especially for black people in America, hasn't worked that way. And so you want to make sure that there's always fairness, okay? So, but, okay, I got off on that. But here's what I'll just say. I just hope that, you know, the the craziness, it's a lot going on. Hopefully she focuses on other things and we get, you know, we get off of, we get into some music or some other stuff like that, okay? Because when you tend to go over out there, <laughs> people start to think you might be crazy. <laughs> All right, so uh, also I I, start, I mentioned Epstein. Okay, let me tell you randomly this week, I just happened to be watching a documentary on, I finally, I'm going to say her name right, finally, Ghislaine Maxwell. It was interesting. I, I really sat down because I felt like I talked about Ghislaine, but I never fully understood the trial, her background, her family. Which, it led me to listen, look at a documentary on her father, which is a, this documentary from the BBC called The House of Maxwell. And I was like, oh, my God. I mean, I mean this is. 
I now have a very, I don't know if I believe Galene Maxwell should be in jail either. I've never, I've always kind of been strange about, I don't know if this was a political trial or not, to give you somebody so that you could feel satisfied with the mystery surrounding Jeffrey Epstein. It's a lot of strange stories that surrounding her life. Like, like you, obviously her father was at one time super, it's even a strange story surrounding her father. I mean, like, she's at one time, you know, her, she comes from a super rich, her dad was like uh, uh, like a Rupert Murdoch in London. Like, you know, his, and his, that was his big competition to him, Rupert Murdoch. And he built up all these huge media outlets and everything, and a lot of people think he was a criminal and he didn't have money. Listen, let me tell you something. <laughs> when you're dealing that high, so much stuff that goes on, so much junk. But a lot of people think his uh, his media companies and stuff like that, he wasn't, they weren't doing well towards the end of his life. And uh, if you know anything about his story, he goes out onto the boat. He ends up being, you know, mysteriously missing for a couple of days, and then they find him dead, they supposedly. <laughs> I'm not saying supposedly because I'm always a conspiracy theory. Find him dead in the middle of the ocean. Uh, they don't know really what happened to him. It's the beginning of the end of the Maxwell Empire. Uh, everything starts crumbling, including missing money. Yeah, like 400, I think, million or something. Like it is such a fascinating story. Like her family background to her to how she met Epstein, and I am not so sure of where the truth lies. Even with the young ladies, I listen. You can tell me a story, and I might believe you. It doesn't really. But in order to prosecute it, uh, we gotta have some proof. And here's the thing: nobody, if they were running some sort of sex trafficking ring. Like a huge one, he did have an island and stuff, but nobody else big is being caught. I mean, you have to, this is kind of like a crazy-ass story. <laughs> the more, if you read and look at, it's almost, I feel almost, I'm surprised Galena's not dead, really. It's such an interesting, so I just, listen, I will just say this to you guys. I don't know if Galene Maxwell is literally, if she's a fall guy or a pansy. I really found myself going, damn, like, I don't know what to believe anymore. I mean, and that's why I say I feel like we're in a deception era. We're in the era of deception where you have such ugliness and evil prevalent in the world that evil will throw out its own to protect this empire. You know what I'm saying? Like, it will throw out some. But you won't see the whole thing collapse, right? And so I think with Galene, Galene might be a throwing out of some, like a a throwing out of a a red heron. Like maybe, you know, you don't know if she had anything to do with it or not. It's kind of crazy because, you know, you have certain girls that say, oh, yes, but she's the one who brought me to the island when I was 15. And I'm like, okay, well, do, do we have some tickets? I mean, like, how do we know she brought you to the outer? I just, I, 
and I, I told her how old I was. I'm like, well, how do we know you did? Maybe you lied about your age. I don't know. It's, it's, it's so, it's, it's, um, the evidence is not very strong. It, it, it's, it's, uh, um, and I always forget the word about evidence that's not very, it's compelling, but it's not assured that people can build a whole case on certain types of evidence, and I forget the word for it, but, uh, and the evidence might not be strong. Galene Maxwell, yeah, I think this might be so. Just dealing with some of the most, and not just, listen, here, listen. I know they like to show you the pictures of Donald Trump and Bill Clinton and Bill Gates. I think those are the ones they're willing to throw under the bus if they have to throw anybody under the bus. But I think they are just a shot, like a small, small, a small thing of what you might find in that in that ring or on that island. Oh my God, I believe it's celebrity field. Lead, uh, 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 political field, leaders, rulers, everything. But I think those three know, Bill, Trump, and, uh, um, um, and Andrew, and uh, uh, who else? Bill, that they might be the ones sacrificially uh, given if a list ever shows up, right? They kind of know, right? But I don't believe they're – sometimes you, they throw out certain people. Listen, this guy knew everybody. So he could be taking – he could have been taking pictures with – I mean, he could take a picture with me a few times because he was a big-time billionaire. Nobody even knew where he got his money from. He was a huge billionaire. He was taking pictures with everybody. Only the press shows – the press only shows certain pictures because they're setting up a narrative in case they got the, – the powers that be is setting up a narrative through the press they own so that in case they got to throw somebody under the bus, Here's who we're throwing. But a lot of people, they knew a lot of people, and it's hard to prove because you could just took a picture with him and you could roll on his plane because you thought he was legit. Mm-hmm. I'm telling y'all, it's interesting. That's why I always tell people, open up your eyes. You know, I was listening to some of this stuff even when going back with Jaguar. People say, oh, this person don't got time for that. Listen, people with great gifts, sometimes not all people with great gifts, but some people who have the greatest gifts and stuff sometimes have the most strange, ugly outlets that they do to let out the stress of fame. Listen here, let me tell you something, okay? Some ugly shit to go on, okay? And fame and, you know, Holding, trying to maintain God-like energy when you ain't a God. They be doing some wild shit to release. Oh, I'm just telling you. Humans do that. I mean, we as humans, when we under stress, we can do some crazy shit to, like, you know, sometimes we people may get drink or use drugs, smoke. It's all kind of stuff people use to try to be out from under pressure that they can't handle. So it's no different in those type of worlds. It's very interesting. And so your perception of people is not always, you know, always right. But it it was a very interesting, interesting to say the least, uh, documentary that I saw, a couple of documentaries. 
I'm like, I don't know what this is. Like, I almost wish, I, I almost think that they're after her even, not just for Jeffrey, because they said, there's one of the documentaries I saw, people believe that her father, because she met her, I guess, some people believe she knew Jeffrey as far back as when her father was alive, and that he may have helped her father hide some money because he was one of those And I said, shit, the rabbit hole could go deep on this. They might be getting her ass because they're trying to find where all that damn money, where your father do with all that money before he, he, he went up on that ocean, if he really went <laughs> I mean, listen, it's not like some spot shit. So I like, the rabbit hole is so deep with Galene Maxwell. I mean, you don't know what to believe. It's a rabbit hole of the famous, the powerful, and the wealthy, and the rich. And that is always a dark rabbit hole. (laughs) Okay. Oh, my goodness. Okay, so I'm going to take a break. And when we come back, I'm going to talk about these allegedly high-ass Beyonce tickets. I've been told the tickets are actually going to be cheaper, that a lot of the prices that you guys are seeing are scalper prices. But, listen, I'm going to talk about scalpers, too, and my, th- my theory about scalpers, and which has always is, is just, y'all not going to like what I got to say, okay? But uh, we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about uh, baby face, um Maybe say a divorce and how much money the wife got this week. We're also going to talk about um, what else I want to talk about. <clears throat> I want to talk about bling. Oh, when I get back, I'm going to talk about bling. I have never seen bling before. Oh my God! I, listen here, I, I, it's like a take off a, a knock off of the Real Housewives, like and stuff like that. Oh my God! Oh, listen, I I binge watch bling. I couldn't stop. I was like, oh, my God, this is crazy. <laughs> right? So it's about these housewives <clears throat> and business business women who live in Dubai, right? Like, I, I, the real housewives of, 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 of all y'all, Beverly Hills, Atlanta, wherever y'all at, New Jersey, y'all look dusty compared to the, <laughs> to the mob. talk about that it's a very interesting show uh also uh we'll have a hot a little bit more hot topics and more when i get back but meanwhile uh let's take a listen and we're going to start off with uh i can't go for that hollow notes it's the cc show i'll be back in a moment
feels at home on my pika gates. He say, where you from? Tell him how to say. Cause the back, the only thing I'm trying to chase. I'm in my head. Tell the DJ, press play, rewind, keep it on repeat. I believe in uh, I forget the other ones 
but it's, it's different cultures of people, and you get to see, I love that, you get to see how they move, you get to see, they show you a lot, like different spots around Dubai, right? So it's a great advertisement for Dubai, right? Uh, but, you know, because y'all going there like today now, like days like it's Vegas, I mean, <laughs> but but it's beautiful, okay? So, but what I will say that that is the sale of bling to me. The sale of bling to me is not the, the drama is interesting. It's stupid, like you know, Real Housewives and all that stuff. You know, sometimes it could be even a little more crazier. But to me, that sets them apart. From all of that is lifestyle, like, like how it looks. It looks always lavish, always colorful, always good, because it has Dubai has its backdrop. <laughs> so they already fucking y'all up. <laughs> all right. And so it looks, like, gorgeous. Okay, and so I would say if they do, if I don't know if they're going to do a second season of this, but if you do one, focus more so on the lavishness. And the and the and the house. Oh my God! I mean, like it, it like really. Not, I felt like it was like like everything was like it, it, it sold itself. Okay, I see why it's called bling. Okay, <laughs> all right. So definitely watch it. I feel like I, I felt I love the thing that you guys sell more than any of these other shows. Yes, you have dumb arguments, but. More than anything, sell lifestyle, sell culture because your cultures are different, which I love that. I love they sell culture, and um, and sell uh and sell Dubai. I mean, selling the fuck. Listen here, okay? I mean, it's some shit. Y'all gotta watch money. You're like, they just got money like that. They just throw. If you in America, you might get mad watching Dubai. I mean, you might be watching. You might be mad watching that shit. You might be like, what the fuck? Because here's what you'll be thinking if you're an American. You'll be like, how the fuck we ain't living like that? <laughs> I mean, you'll be looking at Dubai and going, damn. Now, there's a cost for everything. I don't know what the price is. I have to look. I think that in Dubai, it's like a religious, it's like half religious theocracy kind of monarchy. So that may be the, you know. But listen, here, they do a lot of shit. I mean, they do a lot of shit. They, they because of everything. I mean, listen, it's, it is an interesting show to watch. And I think people were upset about this show coming out, Bling, because it shows so much of that. But what I love about that is because culturally you see the links of all humanity, which is funny. So I always love to see different cultures and different vibes and how people act and stuff because, you know, it just it, it just gives you an expansion of world ideas. Even though people think, you know, a show like that is like, eh, they doesn't really give you my culture and stuff like that, but it gives you a sense of humanity, okay? So, but it's a very interesting show, so y'all have to check that out, all right? All right, so... This child is talking about Beyonce, y'all. No. Beyonce out here in these streets. Listen, they are the Beyonce tickets look this week when I kept seeing prices for Beyonce tickets from different places and articles and stuff, it was looking fucking ridiculous. I was like, she's crazy as fuck if she thinks she's gonna come out here and sell six thousand dollar tickets and five hundred dollar tickets in the rafters. But I think it was a tester to throw out there to see if she could think she could do it. But anyway, but now I'm hearing tickets. Oh, it's not really going to be that price. 
the tickets I'm hearing might be running from like three on unless you're doing some meet and greets. I don't know if she's doing meet and greets or whatever. Three on down. That's what I'm hearing. I'm don't lie. Don't take. I'm just hearing that that's not that the ticket prices that we're seeing out there are scalper prices now. Which, in my personal opinion, this is my opinion and this is what I have heard. It is not fact. It's just my opinion. With Beyonce, they claim, and I hate, I hate this. You do verified, uh, you go on and do, you have to sign up for verified fan, and you can buy your tickets through verified fan. That's what they kind of did back in the day, kind of with Michael Jackson. To me, this does not guarantee scalpers don't buy your tickets. This is just a way to get more information out of your fan base. You, These celebrities know fucking well. They have any verified fan things. So, uh, all scalpers are going to do is go in and verify they damn self and buy the tickets too, okay? <laughs> And listen, we don't know. I, I listen. I have heard strange tales about tick, not ticket just art, the the link between the artists, scalpers, and ticket sellers. Okay, that there is a link. That 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 the hype that goes on, like she may see she's hyping her show up. She's getting it hyped right now. Remember, she did this for uh, on the run tour. They tried to sell. They sold out half arenas. They didn't sell out full arenas. Remember, people were getting mad and stuff like that. But they sold out half arenas, and she went. They went around and hyping themselves to you know, and they didn't buy it because she didn't have an album out. Okay, so uh, and Beyonce's fan base, a lot of Black America. You just don't, listen. We're not rolling in that cash like that. Okay, so. Um, and this is a recession. This is a recession. But listen, they're going to try to hype it so that, that they tell you they don't want the scalpers. But my personal belief is I don't believe that. I have heard there are links between scalpers and artists. That artists get, uh, that the, the rumor is that they get cuts of some of those scalpers. Like some of those scalpers are in with the artists. Now, I'm not saying it's true. I'm just saying it's a rumor. And I wouldn't be shocked. Because how would you know? You wouldn't. So they, when you see all these tickets sell out, pay attention to how many you see sell on the resale market. Oh, we made it hard for scalpers to get it. But scalpers will have like 30%. And see, she's hyped her show up. Oh, it's going to be it's gonna be sold out. Beyonce's show is going to be sold out. 80%, 90%, it's going to sell, 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 sell. And so you've already set it up for the scalpers to come. Right? You've already set it up for them. They're going to get in. And when they get in, if they if they have 30% more of the tickets on the resale market for 6000 5000 or more, my personal belief is artists are involved in that. Not the artists themselves, but their people. That's just my belief. No proof, but just my belief. And I've heard crap that that is so. And y'all should be investigating that. Y'all should be investigating links between scalping, not old school scalping, like when they used to get a ticket and try to resell and something. No. I've heard there is links. So if you, you see scalpers having 30%, 40% of tickets, and these artists are claiming that they so, it's so huge demand for us, and motherfuckers is buying their tickets up, and they on Ticketmaster time, and Ticketmaster is so far. But, but a scalper that ended up with that much of the tickets, listen, oh, that's hard to believe. 
Like, that's hard for me to believe. If 40% of the tickets you have over, first of all, you hyped yourself up talking about she was going to be sold out in minutes or something like that. And let me tell you all this. I used to work for Ticketmaster. I'll say this. Shows are, sometimes those shows sell out quick, but always pay attention. If you really want to go to a show, like I heard about Little Wayne selling out. It depends on how big the venue is, all that stuff. It sounds cute. They'll be like, y'all, these shows are sold out. But the venue be small. I don't know. It just depends. But what will happen usually is like like during, like sometimes with credit card payments or something, somebody's card didn't go through, something didn't happen. So <clears throat> I always go back to uh, Ticketmaster a couple of days afterwards, two or three days, or closer to showtime, and they usually release tickets. They call them releasing tickets. <clears throat> or maybe for some reason these tickets didn't go through for sales our artists had tickets that they held back, and now they're releasing it to the system because maybe somebody's not coming to the show. Facts. Okay? So sometimes that's not always true. But what, I'm, what we're starting to see with shows like Beyonce, they start the hype train first, okay? The hype train starts up. Beyonce tickets don't be $6,000. I got to sell my house. I got to do this. Nah, 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 nah. I got to sell rent. I got to do even I was joking about it. Okay? I got to do this. Nah, 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 nah. And it's height going out, okay? So, just it, so, and then if you all of a sudden see, like you see regular fans complaining, I can't get no tickets, but the scalper market, even with verified sales, is full of tickets. I would start questioning artists. I would start questioning artists, the link between scalpers and artists. And if you see a lot of them sales on the floor being $6,000, $10,000, like, they're already selling. Scalpers already know they're getting ready to get tickets. They're selling, they're already selling these tickets. Now they'll say, well, we brought them back from fans. We brought them back. Listen, you better start. There's no way you can know. How I know that there ain't, there's not a certain code that they're using for scalpers. When they sell these tickets and these artists saying, okay, on the resale market, we can get more. Because, you know, they broke that. They ain't making no money off of record sales like they used to. So they may do some shit to get 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 more money on the ticket. I'm not saying artists are doing that. I'm just saying they part of the hype machine. Okay? They are, they are feeding, in my personal opinion, the scalper market in some ways because they create hypes around their tours that sometimes are not true. And they get y'all all hyped because every people, because that's human nature. Oh, nobody wants to be left out. Nobody wants to, oh, I, I want to see her. I want to see. And so when the time of the show comes, it looks like it's sold out, but scalpers have bought 35 to, to 40% of the ticket sales, of the tickets. And now in order for you to go to the show, you got to pay some ridiculous number amount of money to go to it. I'm just saying we need to start thinking. We need to start using number. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that fact that artists have something to do with. It. I'm telling you that's my theory. And I have heard from certain people that they believe that. Okay, so I'm just saying it's my theory. It's called one on one. One on one. I have no proof of that. But you have to start questioning. I'll be like, why is you got forty percent? Why is all these scalpers? Why are these these high ticket? these resale ticket people already knowing ahead of time they're going to have 
access to these tickets. How do we know? Mm-mm. How do they know? Just think about it. How do all these big resellers that tend to sell the tickets at a more high value price, they already know. They already got their prices up. I'm just, I just want people to think, okay? And Beyonce ain't no paying body paying stick. I done seen, listen, I done seen almost every Beyonce tour. I saw almost every DC tour, which was from the time she was 16, 17. You be like, y'all think I hate Beyonce, but for real, I have. I used to, I, I was a big DC, deep Destiny Child fan, right? Um, ain't nothing worth, the, ain't nothing worth no $6,000, okay? Ain't nothing Beyonce do worth no $6,000. Sorry, Beehive, she is. And I done seen it all from the rooter to the tutor. <laughs> Y'all got to be kidding around these joints, these places. And 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 I know she's an artist that needs bells and whistles. She definitely does. But ain't no bells and whistles worth no six thousand. Listen here. She got to have explosion and lights, and she got to be flipping up in the air because y'all ain't gonna come pay no attention to Beyonce if she's just standing there singing. No, most of you not. Okay, because that's not the kind of artist Beyonce is. And Beyonce, I think, is coming to that truth. I mean, she's just not. She'd be boring. I'd be like, she can't do short. I'd walk away. She shouldn't be. Just her. She has her own staff. Uh, yeah. So let me get into this. I want to get in this article. I just seen this article. It says Joe Budden calls Beyonce's Renaissance album trash and says her fans know it, accusing them of going into high and long run. Listen, listen. The last. I'm gonna say it. I'm gonna say it because nobody's not saying it. A lot of like Beyonce's albums. Beyonce's. Had her hard time since four. I mean, I don't think we, nobody's doing that, and they love to say, "Well, that's because she's she's doing critically acclaimed stuff." I give it to Lemonade. Let me give it to Lemonade just a smidge, okay? I don't like Lemonade that much, but I just give it to a smidge, okay? Because I did like a couple songs, I like a couple songs on on on, on Renaissance. But the truth is, Chopin's not off. Renaissance had about four to five solids. Out of 15, 16. I think Beyonce knows this. I think that's why Beyonce is not saying anything. Yes, she's probably made a visual album. Yes, but she's not releasing it. Because I don't think she's happy with Renaissance, okay? Really, seriously. I think she's like, shit. <sighs> yeah, duh. And I think she just might be over it too, you know. But they just she got to go on tour because they done spent so much money on the fucking hype, you know. You got bitch, you better get out here and work your money back, okay? Get our money back, Kurt. Best get record company money. Got to you know what you got to do for all these fifty Grammys we done got you, okay? You twenty eight grand. You know what you got to do, okay? Music. <laughs> the most craziest hype machine in history. I mean. I feel sorry for her because I really feel like this is a time where she she is the most hyped artist without the sales. It is such a bad time to take that kind of hype. I mean, you know, and the reason why I say it's such a bad time, it's like making a deal with the devil, okay? Like, to take the kind of hype that she's got. I've said it on this show before. And to not be able to sell records is madness. 
I do feel sorry because I'm like, oh, my God. Can you, listen, Michael Jackson was hyped, okay, in a time when the world was a much larger place without the Internet. But in the era of Michael Jackson, let me tell you what we used to do when they would hype an album. We go to the store. Yes, and even in those days, people were accused. I'm not saying this with Michael Jackson, but there were they had various hype methods. Like, you know, calling video. I used to hear about people having call centers to call video shows to make their videos number one. No, that's real shit, okay? Even we all know about payola, okay? And even uh 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 things like uh um uh, buying even people going out buying records like starting to buy, like people buying records back in the day not not crazy amounts because here's the thing with album sales you can't buy a whole bunch you can if you're a big corporation but only so many right but I used to even hear about tricks like that the record companies would do but for the most part when the hype was start okay payola and all that stuff in the 80s and stuff like that and 90s. 70s and stuff like that, when the hype would start, but it was really a time of Michael Jackson, because Michael Jackson the first artist I've seen with with such hype like that. we go out and pay, put down the $8 for the album. <laughs> no, I got to laugh about it. Not the age of the Internet, not anymore, okay? So... What you have is now you have a way to trick the system even worse because if you depend on streaming, oh, my God, if they were using call centers to make videos, number one, can you imagine what they're doing in the age of streaming? <laughs> you, can't, you can't guarantee anything. I mean, these, Michael Jackson, who had the biggest, who people were actually going out to buy his records, was paranoid at the end of his life. Talking about people coming after him. I don't know. I'm scared because he, he felt like he took – he, who, who, who – Michael Jackson, who was the biggest entertainer that ever was, you've never seen anything like it in life, who probably made these people who invest record companies, all kind of people, back their money three times over. Was scared about his shit at the end of his life. People trying to take out all, all kind of shit, okay? And they they love to say Michael Jackson. Well, Michael was a little crazy because Michael did some crazy things. But when you listen to Michael talk, some of that shit he said wasn't crazy. And then you gotta wonder, well, when motherfuckers get big and stuff like that, why why is there always a crazy story? So here's a guy who was selling records. And who had all that hype, deservingly, and he still was getting, like, pounded by, allegedly pounded by these powers that be. So can you imagine an artist like Beyonce who cannot justify that hype? (laughs) She has to do it in concert sales. She has to, because there is no other way. And I question concert sales. Because when we talk about arena, are you going to have the whole arena? Like, when you go see, like, if you ever been to Red Hot Chili Pepper or Rolling Stones or stuff, no, them motherfuckers sell out whole arenas, okay? Not a half an arena, not half an arrowhead. 
<laughs> That's pretty good if you said I have an arrowhead. But it's not the arena. I remember they said they said they sell out arenas. I'm like, no, bitch, you selling out half the arena. You use the other half of backstage. But when you talk about groups like Chili Red Hot Chili Peppers and, and, and like uh, like Rolling Stones and and U2 and stuff, them motherfuckers would play in the round and sell out a sixty-five thousand. The difference between a lot of black and white artists you see sell out all the seats, including hard to see seats. Like where it's hard to see, like where if they even if they had a slither of the back, a slither of the back, people would buy tickets behind the stand. <laughs> Beyonce has to sell this these tickets, okay? The album sales have been shitty. The movies have been shitty. No, it, it, I mean, I know y'all claim there's a beehive out here. And I really believe it's a lot of y'all who are who are seduced, like, by the beauty and the, and she is talented, all those things. And you have been seduced by the hype, but you don't like the music. You like the seductive performance because, you know, you want to wish. You're like, yeah, I want to be her. I've been drinking. I was, yeah. But you are really more seduced by the performance. And so she's now got to sell herself through that performance. Oh, God, what a tangle with That's why she's tired. She probably just said, I don't even want to come out no more. And if if, if, if Dubai is what I'm getting ready to see, I know that's not she, her show going to be better than what it was in Dubai. But it's hard when you got to keep. You know, when you got to keep up that at you 40-something years, it's hard. You know, it's hard. Like, you know, everybody ain't Tina Turner. So, like, now she got to keep. See, Janet Jackson and them all came along in the era of album sales. Even when, even paying these people, they even had the album sales and still be beholden to these companies and corporations and stuff like that. Well, can you imagine a motherfucker that can't sell records taking Michael Jackson hype? I've been talking about this for the longest, and they can't justify. Oh, you don't think it costs when they have segments of Beyonce on CBS? You think Gail just happened to be talking about Beyonce? Or when they talk about her on something or something like that, these big things, you think that's free? Funny to watch. Oh my God! And so now y'all out here talking about, oh my God, is she thinking about her real fans? Six thousand dollar tickets. Well, that's not really the ticket prices, but the plan is to hype her up so that the scalpers buy them. I ain't gonna say. Y'all know what I've already thought. Said my thoughts are. <laughs> that's just my thoughts. That's just my theory. My theory. Just my theory. No, this alleged theory. Theory. This is not. Okay, this is my, you guys fall for it. The public is so gullible. And the only measuring stick that she has for the hype that she gets is performance. She's a visual artist. Michael Jackson was too, but they bought Michael Jackson's records. In this age, Beyonce doesn't even break a deal. I've already said it. 
Adele sales. Oh, she's had over seventy million dollars. Because Destiny Child sold back in the day, okay? And Crazy in Love may have been, like, a big sell, right? right. And B-Day, I think, maybe, possibly. <sighs> mm. I'm going to quit. But Joe Budden says Renaissance is trash. And that's, that's not, that's, she, I think she knows it. That's why we haven't been seeing it. You know, you haven't seen her in a long time. I've heard various reasons people have about why you haven't seen her. People are saying because she, the last several interviews she had seemed very strange, not because of the interviewers. Beyonce just seemed strange, strange in a couple of the interviews. The last interview I saw of Beyonce's, it was like, and I understand. Listen, it's tough being an entertainer. It's tough doing press. It's tough, uh, especially when you're overhyped. Because you got to get out there and fucking work for it because they've overhyped your ass. And they're like, bitch, get out here on this corner and sell. That entertainment coochie. <laughs> right? And so in those interviews, she looks spaced out. No, no, really, serious. I was like, what the fuck is going on? Like, I, there was nothing. It was, I have never seen that before, like, from an artist. I like Beyonce, but her last couple of interviews have been strange, and not just from the the uh, the, the point of the interviewer. It's Beyonce. It's looking like, what the fuck? Right? I'm, I, I don't know. Where am I at? Who am I? I like, I don't know who. I'm, am, am I here? Like, there's nothing in the eyes. So where it's mostly a lot of times she, when she used to have interviews when she was younger, it was different. You saw a more vibrant girl and stuff like that. You know, y'all used to tease her about the way she talks. And yes, yeah, she's country. So am, I, so am I. But uh, these are things you can solve by talking to the right interviewers and making sure you're present for the next one. Uh, I think the hype has become too much. I think that, you know, we've sold ourselves as something maybe that we can't pay back. You see, y'all like out here like, what do you mean, Carlotta? Beyonce's on everybody's mouth. Yeah, but she's not, you guys are not in your pocketbooks for her except for a concert. I said what I said. Let's read the article about Joe Budden on MSN.com. Story by HHV editor. Joe Budden calls Renaissance album trash. Joe Budden is hip-hop's most outspoken commentator at times that gets the rapper-turned-podcaster into trouble. It looks like that might it might be one of those times. See, now listen. Let me tell you why it's one of those times, okay? Because the the... Whoever is behind Beyonce, this is just because you guys don't know, there's always entities behind people, selling people, corporations, different, there's a lot of corporate, there's a lot of corporate structure, and they're not really ready to give up yet. And so if you say something, if you're on the outside and you're like, I really don't like that artist, I don't like that album, then they'll try to come at you because they'll try to act like, because you're interrupting the sale 
of this overhyped artist, and they trying to get their fucking money back. They like, listen, we know the bitches, we know the shit's overhyped, but we need our money back, so they gonna attack Joe. Isn't that Beyonce isn't beautiful? Isn't that Beyonce isn't talented? Y'all don't get it. I have not seen. That is, I've always, I give her a prop. She's beautiful. She's talented. She, she, all that, but she's just overhyped. Twenty-eight Grammys is ridiculous. Okay, seriously. No, no, I'm, I'm not lying. Okay. And then, when when I look back at the artists that should have more twenty, <laughs> I know favor ain't fair, but that for some of these albums they've been getting <laughs> hilarious. Okay, so uh, just yeah, so it's overhyped. Okay, and that's that's not bad. That doesn't mean she isn't gifted. It doesn't mean she isn't talented. It doesn't mean she isn't these things. It just means that you we have an opinion. Okay, and that opinion interferes because we make people think like, dang, well this is true. I didn't did I buy the latest album? How much do I really stream the latest album? You need to sit down and talk to some of these fans because some of them don't even have that on their – they may have covered on their playlist. <laughs> Unless they chew out Beyonce aficionados, most people do not have that on there. <laughs> it's a funny world. Oh, my God, especially the audience she needs to sell to. But it says, Joe Button's hip-hop's most outspoken commentator at times that gets the rapper turned podcaster in trouble. Looks like he might be, uh, uh, in his rant, Button takes aim at Beyonce's most recent album, Renaissance. While the album had a huge hit in Break My Soul, Joe Button says it's trash. Now, let me just say this. Him saying that is pretty amazing. Now, if I'm Beyonce, I'm a little scared. Because she mostly has big press people in her grasp, meaning they would never say anything uh, about Beyonce uh, that, like, they wouldn't say the album's trash, okay? So you wouldn't, because they don't want to, they're scared of Rock Nation, or they're scared of, this means they'll, the, the power might be breaking, Okay. Because when you have somebody like Joe Budden says, "Hey, this album's trash," most people, like, most of the hype machines, people with big shows, are not telling that truth. Okay, but um, let's see. Let me see if he is this on here. Is he talking a little bit about it? I don't know. Let me see if we get a little bit of it. I don't know if we can. I don't know if I see it. Uh, I'm trying to see if I can see the video of it. But he says, Joe, um, let me see if I can find, look at YouTube, see if they talk about it here. But I'm going to see, guys. Hold on. Let me see if I can pull up. Because I didn't have the audio available. Okay, hold on. Two of the best in a booth, and they're both not on tour. 
Okay, I can't. I mean, he. Okay, you have to go to Joe Biden's to uh, 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 Joe Biden here. Joe Button talk about her because I can't find the exact thing part of it. Yeah, yeah, I'm pretty sure y'all can find it on YouTube. But uh, he's saying, hey, the album wasn't that good, and um, uh, Joe Big Button began working with the media. Well, okay, let's see. Hold on, I'm trying to find it. Joe Budden is hip-hop's most outspoken commentator at times. This gets rapper turned podcaster in trouble. It looks like this might be one of those times. A rant from Joe Budden hit the Internet this morning. In his rant, he takes aims at Beyonce's most recent album, Renaissance. While the album had a huge hit in Break My Soul, please, it wasn't a huge hit. The radio just kept playing it over and over. I don't even know what it peaked at. Did it peak? Because, like, it peaked, I think, once in the top ten. Then it just It's not like SZA. SZA's been out here for seven fucking weeks at number one, beating Whitney Houston, and nobody is nobody is even talking about her funky ass. They're talking about Beyonce running around here. Uh, they're talking about Beyonce way more than somebody who's supposed to be seven weeks at number one, which I question. I'm going to go into that a little bit later. No offense, SZA. I like the first album. But and some of the second album is kind of okay when I listen to it at the same time, but not not seven weeks at number one. Uh, but Zizza uh, is another one, seven weeks at number one, and no one's talking to her. But the tail is going to tell on the tour, and depends on the venue she plays. Like Jasmine Sullivan, if you would have told me Jasmine Sullivan was seven weeks at number one, I would have said, yeah, I can believe that shit. I'm not a big Jasmine Sullivan fan. Like I like her, but I'm not hugely a big fan. In terms of, you know, her music and stuff, I like some of her music, but I understand musically she's a beast. She can sing. She's 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 a she, but she she's moving her career, in my personal opinion, in the right way. That doesn't mean there isn't some hype behind her because you have to put a marketing scheme behind a, a artist so they can sell. You have to put some form of hype. But to me, Jasmine isn't buying a lot of hype. She's building. Like seven, like like the album was very, even though I'm, I I wasn't into it, the album was was very different. It was it was creatively smart and different. It had great convert like the 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 whole build of conversation wise. Everything has a, has a person that likes music. I can say. The album was well put together, even though it wasn't. It's not always my cup of tea, but it creatively, I get it. And it wouldn't be surprising to me for her to be seven weeks at number one. And she sold out smaller venues, not big venues, all across the country. That's that. Yes, is there some hype behind Jasmine Sullivan? Yes, but just the right amount. They haven't went crazy with her yet. Okay? Uh, When we talk about SZA, seven weeks at number one, I am not seeing her on shit. I'm not seeing SZA on, except random articles and back to my, SZA still seven weeks at one more. Now, also I'm keeping in mind when SZA has dropped her album from seven weeks ago. Is it a lot of artists dropping their albums around this time? No, not a lot. I don't think so. Is there a lot of artists? Because she's been on Billboard's two, top 200 for seven weeks. So I don't know what that looks like. And we're talking about streaming. I don't know if she's playing hype that she can't afford. Okay? But listen, I'm hearing more.
more about Beyonce, and Beyonce hasn't been seven weeks at number one. Break my soul, the way y'all fucking talk about Beyonce, the, the way y'all act about Beyonce, Beyonce should have been on the chart number one still right now with Break My Soul. <laughs> they can't do it. They can't do it. She can't. Break My Soul was horrible. Joe Budden, you right. Most of the album was trash, except for about five or six songs. Cuff it, they should have started off with. They would the album would have still gained traction. Beyonce needed to release visuals for damn sure with this album. And she did not. This album, baby, this album needed every visual possible. And she's over there trying to prove she's right. But that's okay. I'm just trying to say, listen, too much that is a lot of hype. Lots of, it's a lot of hype happening right here. Lots of hype for these, this, Joe Budden's right. And they got to hype up the concert now. Listen, you know how much money is going into this concert? You can't sell tickets at $300 a ticket and cover the hype. Cover the commercialism. Cover the, in the high inflation, cover the lighting. Because you know Beyonce's an artist. She can't come out there just and stand and sing. She's a bells and whistle artist, okay? You gotta have some fireworks. You gotta be flipping in the air. You gotta be all kind of stuff happening on stage. Okay, just it's okay. Okay, so she's a great, she's a good singer, but she just cannot do. She's not that. She has to have her her artistry has been built on a performance and sexiness and stuff like that. Okay. So. Y'all just start to think. I just want y'all to think out here. Can you really, even if the tickets go from what I'm hearing, the average is going to be like $300, can you see why scalpers may have to buy 30% at 6000 if, let's just say my theory is correct, that artists could be involved in scalping? This is my theory. Can you really sell $300 tickets? I'm trying to think in this age with the hype that Beyonce has. Pay your investors. Pay the all the commercial shit that's going on because they want to get paid too. All these investors in this tour because this tour is going to be over the fucking top. And maybe, you know, I'm just going to go and break after this, but I'm going to say this before I go and break. Maybe Beyonce, this is, that's why I'm worried about Beyonce because I think Beyonce might become a quiet thing that, damn. I don't know if I can do this like Michael Jackson did. So I'm going to save this for when I get back. I'm going to go on break. When I come back, I'm going to talk about Michael Jackson in that last tour. And I knew he couldn't do it. Okay? So I'll be back in a moment. I'm going to play a little music. I'm going to take a break. Here is uh, Don't Disturb This Groove. I'll be back in a moment, y'all. The system.
they're trying to recreate the 80s by word of mouth, like what Michael Jackson had in the 80s and 90s by word of mouth. But Michael Jackson was able to make a lot of money back for people. Toward the end, Michael found himself having to tour And he's like, and he was telling people, I can't do it. I can't do these 50 shows. I mean, to the point he called Joe and said, I can't, allegedly called Joe and said, I can't do it. Okay, because it's a lot when you have to, I'll just say this. This is my theory on Michael Jackson. My theory, Carlotta's theory. Michael Jackson was I think he paid his investors back a thousand times over. But when you're in a business where of crooks and criminals, <laughs> I'm not saying everybody in the music business is a crook and a criminal. I'm not saying that there's some very great, nice people in the music business and stuff like that. But when you're in the era of crooks and criminals, people will, will for what Michael Jackson had to do, I mean, I believe people thought they owned him up until his death. And after death, and when they felt like they couldn't get no more from him, they, I, my personal belief is that they set up the scenario where he would end up taking himself out because they knew he was no longer, they knew what had happened, they knew they had drained him like a turnip, and they knew they, they, they either set that, up, set that shit up or they did it themselves. Because they knew that they could make all the money back in death. Okay, you should hear something. You should, if you look at listen to Michael Jackson, the story of Michael Jackson's life. I mean, you really pay some attention to some shit that people were saying to Michael Jackson towards the end of his life and what was going on at the end of his life. It is such a sad tale. Okay, so if you think Michael Jackson, who probably made back. Thousand times over money for money for his uh his investors thousands of times over was drained like a turnip at the end of his life. What do you mofos in entertainment who who get overly hyped and shit think it's gonna happen to you? Oh, because you can't even pay them back. I'm, watching, I'm looking at it right now. You can't pay them back. Beyonce, you can't pay them back. Because you can't sell no records. And you and, and, and they, and you paying for hype on top of hype on top of hype on top of hype. Now, now they getting, they paying, now they paying for the hype for the hype. <laughs> oh, God, it's the deal with the, it's the ultimate deal with the devil. I feel sorry. And I feel like I'm almost feeling like Renaissance is looking like uh, 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 the O2 Arena. I hope not. I hope you're okay, Beyonce. Blink twice if you're okay because I ain't seen you nowhere. I'm starting to think you like you, you, you tapping out early. You're like, shit. I can't get, what am I? Mm-mm-mm. Oh, this concert better sit out. Girl, honey, she got to start over. They say she's starting out over in Europe. 
And see, you know, they'll tell the tales for real over there. I got to see how them tales going to do. See, but if they already hyping. So they got to. She got to have a hype. And she got to, and listen, expect that them, them tickets to go, especially on the floor and stuff, expect them to go fast. Because I already tell you, you can't, she, they're going to need $6,000 ticket sales. That's my personal opinion, okay? I'm sorry. I'm sorry to disappoint y'all. Fans, you're going to be paying big money, okay? Listen, unless it's just a bust, okay, which I don't think it'll be because they, they're hyping it really big time, okay? Um, and this is, listen, she has been completely shut down on Renaissance. I've never shut completely fucking down. Even when I saw her at the, the Arab thing, if you look at her closely, ugh. Child, I was like, oh, Lord. Again, did they wind her up today? Okay. And when you start seeing an artist looking like that, I'm just saying. If you she could probably tapping that already because it's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot. She, and she done had a, listen, when you look at her in terms of the hype, this is all I'm saying. And just why I'm saying I'm agreeing with Joe Button. Now, when you look at her in terms of the height that she has taken, okay, and that, and 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 you look at her and you see, uh, this this each album has gotten a lot of hype, but it's not been the last several albums have not been that they've been critically acclaimed. Some of them they have not been y'all beehive y'all claim y'all beehivers out there, but y'all be buying the records. Uh, and y'all don't be streaming. I mean, Liz, Lizzo, I mean, not Lizzo, uh, Sizzle seven weeks at number one. Shit. Y'all ain't, about, y'all ain't stream shit from Beyonce. It don't sound like it was Sizzle's number seven weeks at number one. Shit. So I'm wondering what's going on out here. <laughs> it's bad. This is not good. This is not looking like a pretty picture. And I'm, this is... I'm laughing, but no, I'm trying. I'm really kind of feeling scared for her at this point because I'm like, are you going to be able to maintain this from a health point of view? I mean, you know, so beehivers often get on me like, Kelly, you always value me. I was like, blah, blah, blah. what would you tell her to do to help her? Okay, what I would tell her to do to help her, to be honest, I tell her to get real about, like, what the fuck people think about her, even the bad part. I'd have a sit down with my marketing team or my people. I said, give me the good and bad. And the reason why I say give you the bad, I know a lot of artists like to be shielded from the bad. But if you have 40% of the public thinking you a witch, <laughs> no, 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 man. <laughs> All right, uh, uh, uh. Uh, 60 or, you know, you got all these strange things that people are saying about you and people are telling you, oh, you don't need to, you're too high above that. We, if you hear those type of things, that it will just mess you up. No, it, it, sometimes you should put, you, should, you shouldn't listen to people, but you're in the business of show business. So at times you do need to listen to your marketing. You do need to see the perception of you out there. I know it's hard. Oh, my God, it's so hard to hear. When I get sad, mean letters from some of y'all, mean things, I'll be like, damn. I can't imagine if I was on YouTube. <laughs> but but sometimes I need to see the perception of what people think of me. Sometimes people say mean stuff, like, oh, you know what you're talking about, blah, 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 blah. They say all kinds of stuff, okay? 
you know, and, and it does affect you. So it has a, sometimes you don't need to listen, but there are times when you need to get a really good trajectory of yourself in the public eye. And I say, don't give me no bullshit. Don't come to me trying to tell me I'm the queen bee. I'm not caring what Gail say. I ain't caring what Oprah say. I want true perception. I want to hear real shit. Oh, these are haters out here, Beyonce. These are blah, 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 blah. But it's, no, it's, listen, people think I'm a part of some what? What do they think? They got whole videos? Because that's part, and what they do now is what a lot of them try to do now is cover it. They try to cover all that, like, oh, we're going to out-talk uh, the perception that Jay-Z has being a ruthless, not caring about nobody's business, man. We're going to try to throw out here that he do this, he should do that, he do this, he do that. And they still don't cover it. People still don't really like him. People still, there's a, still a sour taste. And you have to, at that point, because there is not a huge, most people you have snow, but there is a 30 to 40% of the, enough that it can affect your career. So what I would say to her is thing I had was people thinking I faked my pregnancy. The, the next thing I had was uh, album sales are falling. Why are they falling? What are people thinking about me? Uh, yeah, most people don't think you're a good actress. Okay, well, maybe I need to go to acting school. Maybe I need to do better if I want to continue in the acting career. Okay, and I need to have sit down and have the most realist interview, not with somebody that's going to kiss my ass, but with somebody who's going to have a discussion with me and allow me fairness, you know, allow me to tell myself in a fair way who I am, what I'm about in a fair way, but also um, in a way that looks me, makes me look real, but somebody who's not scared to answer, ask the hard questions. Even if you still nobody might believe me after this, but I know for my own peace of mind, I don't went out here. Nah, I don't know what the fuck you talking about. I'm not in part no. I don't know. I don't like that even going on about me. My family's this. I am not that. No. And you know what? As an artist, I'm sure my people haven't always done the right thing. I think she needs to have the most real interview ever. I probably even say I'm overhyped. I mean, how am I going to? I'd be out here. I'd be even if I think I'm the shit. I'd be like, I, you know, sometimes I don't understand how have I got 28 Grammys and Whitney Houston does it. That's crazy to me. <laughs> oh, I throw that shit around. <laughs> I don't, you know, my favorite artist is this person. I don't see myself. I, I, she needs to humble her shit. Because the beehive has been a part of that overhyped trajectory, so she needs to come out here. They, it's it's one of the forty eight laws of powers. One of, uh, I forget the one. The, it's the one of the forty eight laws of powers. I love is it says, um, "Don't try to step in a great man's shoes." Or when people like say, for instance, like Michael Jordan. Okay, uh, Michael Jordan is like a ghost that looms over the NBA, right? And one of the things I've always laughed at is LeBron James. 
Nobody, there's only one person that could probably take over the Michael Jordan thing, and I think he doesn't want to. I don't think he wants that level of fame, which is Steph Curry, because he's got the personality, and and he's done something different with the NBA. He's, radical, he's radicalized the NBA like Michael Jordan did. He's revolutionized the NBA. Even though I think LeBron is a better overall player, but Steph has personality. He's, he's done something different to the NBA. He he's great in his own. He only has his own form of greatness, and he can do it. The reason why I think guys like LeBron James and them have a, such a hard time, even Kobe Bryant, when he was alive, had such a hard time getting rid of the Jordan ghost because you were trying to be Jordan. Like that's a mistake, and it's been, it's been a, that's why they 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 overhype LeBron so much. Even though LeBron's a great player, they even still trying to. I mean, the NBA is really trying hard. Like, they trying to get rid of the Jordan goes, LeBron is the greatest player to ever live. No, if you were in the Jordan days, no, he wasn't. Jordan had much more flair, much more personality, all that stuff. The reason why they're trying to do that because they want to get rid of the ghost of Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan is a heart because basketball is about individuals, unlike the NFL. And it's hard when these individuals are getting older. I mean, it's so obvious. You can always see the NBA trying to turn its wheels, right? Because I kind of let's bring up the new stars. That's why I always say, I always question sports. Like, it's just rigged. And I'm like, oh, here they're trying to bring up new stars. Because they, they can't, it's hard. Michael Jordan still, he's, he's still the number one shoe. He's still the number one. I ain't heard about nobody standing out line for no bronze. They about to do it now. They about to try to hype it because I don't see it. Something. But it's true. Okay. Now, they did use it was doing that for Curry's a few years ago, but Steph Curry and his people did not push the, and, and Under Armour with they crazy ass, did not push the envelope. He would have been that. He could have gotten rid of the Jordan Ghost. But these other guys can't do it. It's hard. And that's because Jordan was something that you will never see again. Okay. So a lot of times, instead of if you wanted to get rid of the Jordan ghost, if you would have come up humble, like, man, there'll never be another Michael Jordan. Man, I can't, please, you think I could do what Michael did? Oh, my God, no. <laughs> now, you might think you could do what Michael did, but you don't. You act like you don't. You never act like, oh, so. Because it looks like you're trying to take over his spot. So that's a, I mean, listen, if you ever read some of the books of 48, 48 Lives of Power has some great things in there about, you know, and the laws of seduction and stuff like that. I mean, some great things about that you can do, like wisdom in some senses, to not do. And so what's going on with a lot of these artists is they try to step in great men's shoes. Like Beyonce, I'm trying to be better than Jeff. I'm trying to be the biggest star. I'm trying to be bigger than Michael Jackson. But I can't sell records like Michael Jackson. Instead of just saying, oh, my God, those artists I looked up to, I could never be. Oh, just acting like that. Instead of trying to sell yourself off, because what happens is people start to, there's a segment of people that start to hate you. They start to say, look at this. We can see you trying too hard. I don't know why of all the energy nonsense they do that nobody told them that. Y'all to get y'all money back from if y'all are out here paying witches, y'all need to get y'all money back from them because they ain't give y'all uh, no laws of power and seduction. Okay, you got half of the Beyonce because you are out here seducing, 
But the problem is, your seduction ain't turning into no sales. <laughs> oh, my God. So that's what I'm just telling you in life. In life, when you're going into a corporation or something, I mean, you're, you, you're a, a, a person who's getting ready to take over a spot from a boss that's well-beloved and people love them and everything, and you might see, hey, cracks in the armor, like, oh, God, that's why everybody does because he let everybody do what he wants to, or whatever you might see, whatever you think. The thing is, when you see their well-beloved and you come into that position, I always tell people, shut up for a while. When you get there, shut up and observe and see what things you can quietly start to move. Come in praising that person. And not down it. Because you're going to create issues for yourself, right? You're going to create energy. You're going to create, like, bad energy. You're going to immediately say, she thinks she's better than such and such. They're going to say that anyway. But if you come in there and she's dealing and say, man, I mean, you guys, can you help me? Oh, my God, he seems so loved. Oh, she seems so loved. Everybody loves him. People are willing to help you. Do you know how, do you know how I can I, – I, how how do I do what they do and listen sincerely and listen to why people like them and, and, and really start to listen to people will start to care for you too. They'll say, oh, she doesn't know. She's new. She coming in here. I mean, such and such, everybody loves them. So, y'all, let's help her out. Yeah, she asked me for help the other day too. People will start being crazy about you because you listen and you being genuine and stuff like that. So what would I tell Beyonce? Sit down and have a genuine fucking interview, bitch. Quit trying to be hyped. Quit trying to be Michael Jackson. I know that was your dream when you was little, okay? But that dream cost a lot of money. And you, it, nobody, it's hard to do Michael Jackson nowadays. Tell your truth. Even You ain't got to tell everything, but I'd actually expose some of the shit I done did. Oh, you know, yeah, my people didn't handle that right. All right. You know, I felt there's some things I felt in my career I didn't like. I didn't like how it was handled. I feel like at times I've looked like a bully, and, I, you know, I don't want to look like that. I love – I tell her she needs to change her shit and get regular. That's what the advice I give Be genuine. Quit letting them – listen, you know what, I realize – you know, I haven't done the best. I'm trying. I'm, you know, I'm taking acting classes right now. I want to get better at my craft. If that's really what you want to do. I mean, start to be genuine. I know they're telling you not to be. I know they're saying don't be vulnerable. You'll be just a target for the public. You're already a target. they already sending you bad juju. Okay? So the thing is you need to be real because you're being, you, you are being dismantled right now and you don't know it. That's the end of my Beyonce ticket sales rant. Now, on to other news. Do we think we're going to talk about baby face? <laughs> Y'all like Carlotta. Hey, I hope it's some, it's some things in there y'all can get from that, okay? Um, let's talk about baby face. Baby face is having to pay a lot in spousal support. Uh, it says baby face to pay ex-wife. Thirty-seven thousand five hundred per month of divorce settlement. How much did Babyface have to get? Then he had to get. He had to get old girl a lot. Babyface point is long. Okay, listen, ladies, it's long. 
Now, I don't know how he got into this $37,000 divorce settlement with this chick because this is the second time he's actually, I mean, I would think his shit would have been tied up this time, but, you know. Baby Chase seems like a sweetheart, though, to me. Like, he's one of those sweet guys. Like, he's like, like you, he knows his paper is long, and he's like, not a simp. Like, somebody say a simp. You motherfuckers who are always talking simp. No, you. some of you guys have no, what it is is, it's like, some of us are simping, right? But some of these people in the uh, man sphere, and there's some people I agree with in some of the man sphere, okay? Some things I agree with. Even with Kevin Sanders, there were some things I agree with him. Not all things. Because I think that a lot of their things that they talk about, they don't ever count love. They sound like they want people to, it sounds crazy. Love makes people, men and women, do crazy things, okay? And even when that love is no longer, um, when you are a man and you find yourself or a woman and you're no longer in a, you know, you love somebody, but you're no longer, the relationship is, you see, it's not going to work. People still care for that person. And it's not being a sent to say, you know what, I want the best for her. She has my child. I want the best for this person. I want to be fair to this person and all that. That's not simping, okay? Um, and the same way vice versa, okay? Because a lot of these people, I'm hearing some of these people, and it's just starting to sound tacky. Like to, this week I saw her something. Somebody was talking about Nia Long, and they were like, well, what does she think? Because Nia Long says she has her eye on somebody. And I saw uh, – like some of the comments from some of the men who are just listen here. Let me tell you something. Me alone walks up to some of y'all motherfuckers. Y'all know y'all be real, y'all be simping big time. But me, but they were like, she's fifty. What she think she gonna get? I'm like, she on. She got a lot more available to her than you think. So to me, it's just some of it sounds starts to sound ridiculous. Even if she's beautiful, and yes, her her pickings are going to be different. But her life ain't over. What the fuck? Like, it is, you You starting to hear some of the trashiest, stupid, and really a lot of times you hear these talk about a lot of older women now because older women are more beautiful than at any time I have ever seen before, okay? And a lot of these men are threatened by it, and they're trying to witchcraft themselves into your young daughters and their wounds and all kind of stuff. They don't really want to care about them, but they really want some sort of, and, and it's some men who marry younger women who really do care about them, but there's some men, these men that are sick and who think they're supposed to just get some robot that does whatever they say. But women evolve, baby. <laughs> Even if they start off 25 a day, by the time they hit 30, as naive at 25, by the time they hit 30, they'll realize you a jerk if you a jerk. You ain't shit. It's just crazy to me. But, but I, so I could look at Babyface as one of those dudes that is secure about his shit, but he's seen he's also a very sweet man, a very kind man, and probably yeah, he probably don't like paying this amount of money. But I also think he's one of those dudes like I got it. I can, I can write my fucking ass off. I can get my money back. <laughs> and I like that. That's attractive. That's attractive. When men don't complain, yeah, here. I mean, I did hear him on one show where he was talking uh, years ago on the Fox show. It was one of his best interviews I ever heard. He was doing with Jamie Foxx, and it was so funny. And I remember 
he did talk about him and Tracy the breakup. He talked about a little bit about like, yeah, man, that was kind of hard paying all that, you know, whatever. And he talked about that a little bit. He kind of sounded like he didn't he didn't like some of that, but he didn't really stay on it. I mean, he was very interested. I don't mean he he might be an ain't shit guy in real life, but he 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 strikes me as one of those dudes like I'm not gonna be. I'm not that dude. I'm not the dude that. Yeah, I like. I like women. I like to do great things for women. I genuinely like women. And if you think of whatever you think, I'm saying for whatever else, I, it is what it is. I got the money. I got 37000 I can pay that. <laughs> not that he said, I'm not saying he's happy, but I'm just saying he's not a complainer, okay? But it says, baby, he faces divorce from his second wife. This is according to YahooEntertainment.com. Second wife, Nicole Pantenberg, is final. He's still on the hook for child support and spousal support. Um, Babyface filed for separation from his wife back in the summer of 2021, and it took him a few days to realize that divorce was the answer. The Muscle Platinum senior and his now ex-wife have been figuring out the logistics of their marriage, and it is said to have been amicable, okay? And the two have agreed on joint legal and joint physical custody of their daughter, Peyton Nicole, Edmund, 14, she is the only child between the couple, but the singer has also two other children from former wife and model Tracy. According to the documents, Baby Faces will name since they have been to pay 37000 per month for both child. The actress who has credit, including 70 shows, and Chase and Poppy to her name, will also have her daughter's credit card charges maintained, and Baby Face will continue making lease payments on the Cadillac Escalade and continue to pay car insurance for that as well. Baby Face will continue being the Doton did and pay for his daughter's health insurance and privacy tuition. Having this as a stipulation noted is odd normally when child support is awarded. Health care is, uh, is included in it. Okay. They said, and pay for his daughter's health insurance and privacy tuition. Having this as a stipulation noted is odd normally when child, normally when child support is awarded. Health care is included in it. In, in it. Is Nicole hinting at something shady? <laughs> That's what they say. Peyton is only 14, but her parents are already thinking about college. Uh, the divorce agreement says the senior's file right will pay 65% of the cost for Peyton to take college tour trips. As for Nicole, will be responsible for 35% of Peyton's cost and all her own uh, and all of her own costs on those trips. He's paying her enough for spousal support already. Uh, I, you know, and I can imagine. Uh, so like baby face when you're a sweet guy here's what I'll say I saw this on Bling Bling there was a couple on Bling and the guy had a lot of money. I forget which one of the couples it was. He was a kind of a chubby guy or whatever, but he was good looking. And his wife was just being a fucking tyrant. I mean, she, she he wanted her to have a second baby. And she was like, I'm trying to start my own career. You know, it was a chick that he probably wouldn't have got, like, you know, if he didn't have some sort of form of wealth or something like that. But he's still a good looking guy. Now, he wasn't an ugly guy. He's just a little chubby, right? And uh, but she was talking all kind of ways to him. She was being reckless. I was like, "Bitch, you need to calm down." He got all the money, you know, and stuff like that. <laughs> I mean, she was like, "I, I want another house. I want a own side. I want da da da." I mean, she was just really just being ridiculous. I mean, some of the shit. So, uh, 
So, but one of the things I saw on this, and I was like, oh, you know, a lot of times um, what I saw from him was a quiet manipulation. Like, you was thinking he was so sweet, and you was like, oh, my God, he's really sweet. But the truth of the matter was, like, he knew the cost to get her monkey ass. Like, you, you get what? This motherfucker knew exactly what he was dealing with. You get what I'm saying? He knew that this was a be- this was a pretty girl, and yes, I'm putting up with. But he always was looking like the victim. Like, oh man, she didn't say some shit to me. Like, but I stopped looking at him at the victim as the victim towards like towards the middle of it because I started seeing he knew exactly what she was paying for because each time. She would be like, uh, she would, she would do something, and then they make up and stuff. And he'd be like, simping, you know, kind of simping again. And I was like, this motherfucker is not a weak dude. He's not weak. What people think he is, he knows exactly what he's doing. He knows exactly how much it costs to get this shit. He he knows a fuck. He but he wants to look like the victim, but he understands this who this motherfucker is, and he likes that shit. May I suggest that be your baby face? <laughs> he is an Aries. Some Aries males love war. <laughs> oh, they love war. Whether it comes in the nice form of Tracy, who might give you an underneath tail, or this little here, all all his wives look so sweet and nice, but. He knows the cost, okay? Babyface knows the motherfucking cost. $37,000. I understand this bitch is going to cost, okay? <laughs> and listen, you got to keep a certain look up if you with them dudes. Like, you with a dude that got all that money. Like, you got to keep your weight down. You got to be at the gym. It's a lot of shit to come with that. That's why the girl didn't want to have no more babies. She's like, I don't know if I want another baby. You know how it took how much it took to keep my body. So I don't know if these dudes are necessary considered simps. I'm questioning calling them simps because I feel like they're more manipulative and aware of what they're buying. Even the Mr. Nice guy, they're very aware of it. For sure you're aware that the chicks are taking them on the ride. They're very aware of it. They like that shit. It's just one person I saw, an entertainer, and they was with this chick, and you could see this motherfucker was taking him on the ride. I was like, he likes that shit. He loves that. He loves the fuck. He, she could see she was taking him on the ride. You could see, I mean. <laughs> I mean, no, 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 he can see it. Like, and he, and he could be like, at the end, when he's brokenhearted, he'll be able to sit you know, I can't be in the She broke my heart. Brain hurt. But no, you knew the fuck. You knew what you was buying. You knew what it was. And you bought it because you knew. You knew it. It's like some women know when they ain't getting the ain't shit somebody. And I talked about last week, uh, somebody, one, some, I forget who I was talking about. I say, like, somebody, you know, you get, I was talking about, like, some dude you get involved with, and you just like, damn, I know this. Like TJ, Amy and TJ, Amy on the Good Morning America, Amy and TJ, Amy Robach and TJ Holmes. Like Amy, you probably know. They say Amy's having second thoughts allegedly now. Amy, no TJ probably ain't shit, but it's the ride he gonna get. She know I can't get that shit from anywhere. I can't get that penis from anywhere. Okay, 
my lady. I'm sorry. I'm going on this ride. I know that this ride is getting ready to go straight to hell. <laughs> but I'm going to have fun while I'm going through fire. This is baby face probably. Like baby face probably like okay. He, I don't think he's a he's a, but he's just one of those dudes that's a weird. I think he likes a little bit of war, you know. And he might keep doing this to himself. This is a tortured artist. This might be how he writes motherfucking songs. She's like, bitch, you won't have to pay for this song, okay? Because I know you getting ready to write a song about my ass after this breakup. I know it's gonna be a song. <laughs> And you got to pay for this breakup because this breakup is going to make you a number one hit. Okay? So I'm just saying, some dudes like that. Some dudes love the ride. Okay? It's going to take them on. They know the trajectory is getting ready. It's getting, but hey, he's going to get a great album out of it. <laughs> I'm going to get a great spot. I'm going to get a great song out of this breakup. Man, she treated me bad, man. I'm always being too nice. Like, he don't play the victim. Like, he ain't named victim, ain't sh- but he don't. I got to give it to him. He don't play the victim. But most of these dudes, like, that kind of look like really nice, like baby faces up, will normally play victim when they know the girl. And a lot of these girls, they're not the victims at all. A lot of these girls were victimized. No, I'm going to say it. A lot of these girls were victimized because they came into to it, and then he tried to act like he wanted to buy it, and then they, he, could, he, he couldn't maintain it. Sometimes they came Not all of them. Sometimes you marry bitches, but he couldn't maintain the cop. Like, some dudes know they're getting ready to take it for They're going for a ride. I'm not saying this with baby face. I'm just saying I'm, that's my thought because this is his second one. Where she's paying big child support and big money. I think Tracy he had to give like half his money. He knew that shit. He loved that shit. He, like, he, probably, he probably said he did love her, but she did. I like, I watched this one, the same person, it was another celebrity. And like, this motherfucker, he was so intrigued by this other this chick. I was watching because, you know, I'm paying attention to people because I'm looking like, you know, I'm nosy. <laughs> So I'd be reading the, reading the articles, and plus what I do, I do celebrity blogging and stuff like that, right? And so I was looking at this particular article. I don't want to say their names because I don't want, you know, because, you know, sometimes I'll tell y'all the names and stuff. But, but this particular artist, like, it was out here. This motherfucker was doing articles, like, things like uh, articles. This chick was talking about them in articles overseas. <laughs> but you can see. You can see, but she was so pretty. Listen, he, you can see. Like, motherfucker, you getting ready to go for a ride. And it, you know, I know this motherfucker is heartbreaking and broken. Okay? You know, and it was sad. I was like, damn, she took you on a ride, but you enjoy every motherfucking moment. Okay? Thank her. Don't be acting. Don't be mad. Don't be angry. She gave you more strength. That's one thing. Them girls fight that dude. They give you they, they make you strong. Not you ain't gotta be an asshole. It's different when you come out being a man that's an asshole and angry. Like a lot of these men, not all of them, but a lot of these men on men's fear channel, they be mad to me, yeah, oh my these bitches, I'm not giving me anything, you know, blah blah blah. I'm going across, I'm getting my passport and going over to be a passport. You know, you just sound like a weakling. But some men take strength and be like, you know, I learned from it. Uh, they don't hate on the chick or nothing because they know they went on a beautiful damn ride. 
it was it was maybe it was through hell. <laughs> what they went on what? And the thing is, they go write some. They, a lot of these artists do these dudes that are artists. They go write songs about it. She, she gonna be a money maker for years. Okay, let's cut the bullshit. Okay, I'm not gonna get feel sorry for baby face. Thirty-seven thousand. He can really write songs about this woman. Okay, I know some of those songs about Tracy. He had. On that one of those albums he had, I was like, "This is songs about Tracy." I know his ass is in love with Tracy. I don't care what he said. His ass is in love with Tracy. I feel like he still might be hurt about Tracy. Nah, I'm gonna tell you. That's a, you know, I mean, you know, there's more than you be like, "Fuck." You know, like he, like he can't get over. It. Just Tracy is just one of them girls. She, you know, she likes some edge. But listen, this is what I say for baby face. What I think about Tracy is this: Tracy did have a fa- she wanted the family. I think because she saw he was a good family guy and everything. I think that maybe just living with Babyface may be different. You know, he might be like one to write songs all day, maybe boring. <laughs> I don't know. I gotta look at Babyface story. And so Tracy, like you know, look at what she been with the last couple people. I think that's what happened with Eddie Murphy. Remember, she actually married, allegedly married Eddie Murphy, and remember for a day or something like that. And then they said they family went, got to argument or whatever. God, I'd love to hear Eddie Murphy one time describe it. He needs to do a comedy special and talk about all that shit that people think. He needs to talk about Johnny Gill. If I was him, I'd advise him to do all that, like a Richard Pryor thing or whatever. But um, anyway, but Tracy, then now she's with Deion Sanders. And listen, you could tell this girl likes Edge. Okay, she just likes Ed. And baby face, look at Dion, baby face, Dion, baby face. I think she really loved baby face, but I think it was just like, dude, like, you like great songs and you're really sweet and romantic. But maybe every now and then, should I say, I was about to say something really terrible. <laughs> Every now and then, I want to be uh, smacked up, flipping up, down. Like, Deion Sanders seems like that time to do. I'm just saying it. I'm just, gosh, I can't, you know, I have to always be crazy on this show. Yes, this is the fact. This is the fact. Like, baby face seems to me. Can I see you again? You know. <laughs> He writes all those beautiful stuff, and he's probably really a great guy. I mean, sexy and romantic in a lot of ways, but no edge. And Tracy needs edge. <laughs> That's what happened to you. I don't believe he's amicable. But he says, oh, we both decided we we weren't in love anymore. I believe you both probably weren't in love anymore, but I believe Babyface, that motherfucker would have kept trying to the end, Okay. But Tracy's funky ass just like Edge. She just really do. I don't think this, that's just. But you know what? Here's the thing. If Deion Sanders thing don't work, because this man, she's been going a long time with him and me and him. But listen, if she if it doesn't, I can see her in the later years. We ended back up with somebody like Baby Sexy because after you've gotten, you know, you've had your experience in Hold'em, then you can come back and say, you know, hey, okay, I I realize the hoes don't get married. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> this is just my theory, okay? But, you know, yeah, I mean, 
because I see this is happening the second time for Babyface. Hmm. I don't know if he's gonna get married again, girls. I was saying he was a good catcher, but he's a, he's had to pay out thirty seven thousand a month. He's gonna have to pay out, and then he got this. And I don't know if you're paying thirty seven thousand in spousal support. Well, some of that's ba- uh, 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 um, I think um, some of it is uh, child support, but that heifer might not never get married. <laughs> Maybe that's why Tracy ain't get married. Did Tracy get spousal support? Wait a minute. Hold on. No, Tracy just got a settlement, I thought, allegedly. That Tracy got a big-ass settlement, like a big-ass, like a big Like She took a lot, like took a chunk. <laughs> no. No. Like, is it like that? I don't know. I have to look that up again. God, man. Man, now baby face, quit taking rides through hell. Okay, just you know, now you need you need to settle down, find a uh, you know a nice girl, chill. You know, maybe I don't know. You take a ride. <laughs> he big face ain't cute. I I like a ride to him. Okay, okay, I can write more songs. Okay, all right, that's my theory on baby face, y'all. Lord, of course. <laughs> but I think you know what? I think he likes. I think he might be a tortured in love. You know. In, in in love type of guy, okay. Um, let me just talk about how good it is to be white and commit fraud in America. Like, you know, what makes me bring come to this conclusion? Because Anna Delvey had a birthday after uh, party uh, this. I was a couple weeks ago, a week ago, while she's under house arrest, and she had people signing NDAs. And giving like social security. Why would give somebody? Why don't you give her a social security number? Shit. <laughs> but anyway, it says uh, Scammer. This is from page six dot com. It says Scammer Anna Delvey celebrated her thirty second birthday with a sit down dinner and NDAs. It says what the birthday girl wants, the birthday girl gets. Scammer Anna Delvey required attendees on her birthday after party to sign non-disclosure agreements and provide their social security number, page six has exclusively learned. While the NDA obtained by page six required to attend the club house arrest, story appeared, uh, story appeared standard in its uh, legalese. What, uh, what stuck out was underneath the signature it asked for everyone's social security numbers. We hear attendees at the eventing Anna either left it blank or went to went so far as to provide fake numbers. <laughs> I would. I wouldn't give her ass shit. But so while Rep for Delby confirmed that an NDA release form was presented to guests upon entry, we can also report that uh, guests also received them via email ahead of time. Photos snapped by uh, Cobra Snake showed a badge, which was promoted by the collection using an announcement copying a New York Post cover, was attended by designer Cynthia Rowley and her daughter Rachel Rabbit White, Kat uh, Marnell, Ben Willowcomb, Dr. Alexander Belinsky, and more, and took place at Delvey's Walk-Up. They said people were waiting outside on the street to get in. Uh, There was a full-door security and a a clipboard person. The gimmick of going going to Anna's house is exciting right now. Uh, One store shared that the house house arrested Delvey, you can have people over as long as she doesn't leave was good at choosing a crowd and served as an amazing guest host. Um, listen, I'm telling you, and, and listen, 
They said dinner's included. I mean, the dinner looked nice. It looked posh. This girl, like, committed big-ass fraud, okay? Do you hear me? She almost had the biggest building in New York. And the only thing she would have had it if she wasn't, if she probably was a white man. Probably from being being a woman stopped her from having it. But being white helped her go far. Because a black person, they would have caught you halfway out. Trying, you couldn't have got them built. She almost had the biggest building in New York. And I think this bitch gonna still end up with something like that one day. Cause she's so smart. She she's smart, but she but you can do these kind of scams. And, oh, this is how you can see the difference in America with race. And she's out here like she out here like popular again. She under house arrest. This bitch is under house arrest, and they coming to her house for a party with NDAs and shit. I mean, this is wow. <laughs> Pretty sure, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure. I give her a few years they don't deport her ass. She is going to have a reality show probably, and she is going to be the biggest shit ever. I wouldn't be surprised. No, no, I would not be surprised. Just in here, I'll just know. They was getting ready to make that with Tinder Swindler. I think he got arrested being allegedly. I don't know, but they was getting ready to do that with him. Listen, it is good for you. When you're white in America and can commit fraud, it's everything going to be okay. Just look to Anna Delby. You might be under house arrest after a little time in jail, but listen, you can have parties with NDA, depending on how big your scam was. Hers was quite impressive. <laughs> My black ass, they would have stopped me the first game. <laughs> wow. Unbelievable. What time is that? The world is something else, okay? So, you guys. So, like, okay, I am into my uh, my new show. Oh, my goodness. So I didn't realize I went over. I done went over in my thing. Y'all didn't even see my numbers that uh, have went over. Okay. So listen. Wait a minute. Can y'all hear me? Hold on. Let me see if y'all can still hear me. Still. Hold on. Okay. I don't know. Something happened when my show went out. Okay. So I'm gonna I'm gonna finish this up. Let me take a quick break, and I'm going to finish this up. Something, I don't know what happened with the board. Let me check. Okay, guys? Hold on.
Yeah, yeah. I don't know what happened. We had a little, I don't know if there's some sort of technical difficulty going on here. Uh, what? I had some problems with the board. But listen, okay, so what I'm going to do, that tells me I need to end the show. Anna Delvey was my last, I think. Is that my last one? Oh, no, 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 I'm good. Oh, my God, I was looking at the wrong thing. Guys, oh, my God, that's my fault. <laughs> oh, my goodness, you guys, pay no attention to me. I think I was looking at the wrong switchboard. Okay, you guys have to uh, ignore me. Oh, my God, I don't know what I was looking at. I think I'm looking at the wrong switchboard. Okay, ignore me. Ignore me. Ignore me. Okay, you guys, I thought it was something wrong with my switchboard, but I was looking at my uh, old uh, old thing of view of my uh, switchboard, and I haven't really done it. Okay, so Anna Delvey is not my last one. But listen, that's my last story, because <laughs> I thought my switchboard was acting up. I don't know. Child, I'll be, I'm, listen, okay? It's, it's a crazy one, all right? All right, so uh, we talked about baby phase. We talked about uh, Jaguar earlier, Joe, Beyonce ticket. Um, what's the next one? I want, I'm so excited. I wanted to tell you, those of you who are watching this show, Sex Life Season 2, is coming back to Netflix. Finally, we get a release date, March the 2nd, 2023, okay? They said, this is according to uh, what's on Netflix.com. It says, everything you know so far about the upcoming season of Sex Life coming to Netflix in 2023. Sex Life is a romantic comedy series that uh, set, set the internet uh, uh, alight in the summer of 2021 thanks to its risque scenes and raunchy moments. Without a doubt, the surprise package of the summer was watched by millions worldwide. The series created by Stacey Ruffer-Sayer, who previously worked for, uh, worked as, as the producer of Unreal and Twisted. Before we dive into our preview, here's the first, they, she, they have a trailer, too, so I'm going to play a little bit of it. But it says, on February 2nd, 2023, Netflix confirmed that all episodes from season two of Sex Lights will drop on March 2nd with a tweet promising Sex Life is back bigger than ever. Now, Sex Life is uh, about a lady who is married to, uh, let me see, Um, do I have it up here? Okay, she's married, okay, but her old boyfriend, who's a rock star and everything, she's still in love with him. But she loves her husband too, but she's still in love with the rock, the dude, the rock. Though. She really, I mean, she got a thing. They got like chemistry. They got all kind of shit. I mean, like, you know. And she's got two kids, and she's married and settled in this life. But she's writing this little diary on the side about her ex rocker boyfriend and how much they used to just do like wow shit. Like, like she had a. So, but he had come back into her life. And so she starts having this secret thing when she's falling for him again or whatever. And so her husband tries to start keeping up and trying to do shit like him, but he's really like, he can't fucking keep up because the, the dude's a different type of dude. But this is the dude who also broke her fucking heart. I mean, like, took her through shit, like, on top of shit. But she's got two kids with her husband and everything like this. But, but her husband knows, like, damn it, she, there's something about this, this dude she can't shake. So her husband's like, damn, you know, I'm a, I, I ain't going to fight you no more. You know, just take care of my her and make sure you do right by my kids or whatever. But in the end, so she decides she's going to be with her husband. So, but her husband, during this time, they try to explore other things like, you know, uh, different type of sex life and 
all kind of stuff. But this girl, she she cheated emotionally, but she I don't think she ever cheated. I can't remember. I don't think she ever cheated sexually. But her husband was cheating during this. They go to some some thing, uh, like couple thing, like a, a swap thing, trying to enhance their sex life because he's trying to be with this dude. He can't fuck with that dude. The dude is, you know, he a rock star. Like he's like, you know, he's like a Lenny Kravitz. Like he's like, what the fuck you gonna do with Lenny? You know what I'm saying? So the husband's like, damn, I can't, I can't play with it. <laughs> right? So, so she goes back, she stays with her husband. But in the end, like in the end, her, her, one of her friends comes up to her and is like, you know, now I've got a boring life because of you and you're doing this and all this because her friend was a swinger, but didn't nobody know it or whatever. And so she's sitting the end of the last series. Oh, my God, I, I'm going to tell you, I'm going to spoil it. So if you guys haven't seen season one, Sorry, I'm getting ready to spoil it, okay? But for those of you who want to see season one and haven't seen it yet, close your ears. But for those of you who know, okay, she's sitting in her seat and she's at one of her kids' plays. And she realizes, like, this all my fucking life is getting ready to be. She looks over at her husband and And then when that play is over, that bitch runs up out of there and she's running to that man, that rock star's apartment. And when she gets to his apartment, she's like, listen, I'm not leaving my husband, but I'm definitely going to keep having sex with you. ever seen it is crazy and people was loving it's like the biggest show on netflix last uh last year i mean 2021 so listen you guys check it out it is so good my girlfriend one of my best girlfriends told me that she's like girl you gotta see this show called sex life i was like oh girl i'm gonna see she's like no 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 and it's so good it is so it, it is it's like a weird raunchy kind of good <laughs> Okay, so let's take a listen. I want you guys to listen to the tr- official trailer of Sex Life if I got it right, ready, okay? So, uh, yeah, but it's good, okay? So check it out. Not everyone has the desire to wake up, stop sleepwalking through our lives to stop trying to do the right thing while denying our truth. But those of us who do, we tread in dangerous waters. And they play on our emotions. You know, listen, talking about you, once you get a taste, once you wake up, oh my God, it's for, for listen, for, listen, for women, okay, listen, this is teaching you to do the wrong thing, okay, okay, because it's like, you know, she's a housewife and she's like fucking turning up, okay? Listen, I don't mean for you girls to turn up out here after you see this shit, okay? I'm sure she's just going to teach us a lesson at the end that, you know, Okay, but she's on. She's got. She's going through hell, but she's having fun. She she going through, but she she got. She understand what it is. Okay, she understand. Like I know I'm getting ready to go down this road here, but I, I got to see what happens at the end. Okay, and so <laughs> it's 
one of those. Oh, shit. I feel like I'm going to, listen, this doesn't mean women go out here and do this shit. Okay? I'm just saying, oh, my God. You see how they're playing on our emotions with this one? Oh, my God, it's so good. Like, once you taste like, you know, those of us who go down these dangerous roads, once you do it, oh, it's no turning back. Oh, my God, it's going to be so tempting for you, some of y'all. Shit. Me and my girlfriend's like, we're in. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it's so good. It's so good. I mean, and listen. I mean, you know, listen, okay? It's it's a bad show. Bad show. But it is so good. It's so dangerously good. Like, oh, my God, it's horrible. <laughs> but it's good. I mean, it, it gives you a chance to explore like some crazy shit, like, oh, my God, what the fuck? I think this helper is going all out there. And, you know, here's what I love about this story, because there are women who are experiencing this shit, like really, like that, I mean, you know, it's like the fuck, it's like, and then there are women who are, and they can tell you it's not that fucking glamorous, or it's women who are, um, who are, like saying, you know, shit, I'm bored as fuck, okay? So, I mean, this show is going to, I don't know. That's why I was number one on Netflix, because women are out here looking at this going, damn. Like, you know, (laughs) it's like like if your ex was Lenny Kravitz, (laughs) you are married. (laughs) To really some more nice let me shut up. Oh, my God. It is. A, oh, it's so delectable and tempting. A temptation field. Oh, God, it's horrible. <laughs> but Sex Life, Kobe, watch the second to Netflix the whole full season for those of us who are fans of Walking on the Fucking Edge. Okay? It is so crazy. That show is nutty. Okay? It, I was not expecting the ending to be anything like it ended. I was like, what? I just remember me and my friend, we were calling each other like, what? <laughs> I mean, it, it, we, we, we wondered, a, we, what, what I love about it is because we thought we were going to get a, you know, we want a lesson in the end where, no, this is bad and you don't do this. But this show goes against all lessons and fully dives into temptation. Let's go there. Let's go. Let's go nonstop with our gasoline drama. <laughs> That's what this show is. We're going to go nonstop. And here's the thing, ladies. You can experience the ride through this character, okay? And and, and ask yourself some real questions like, what the fuck? Like, oh, my God, you can see the good, the bad, the ugly, the hurt. What I do like about it is because you do get to see the hurt, the pain, everything with it. All the indecision is crazy, but it is very good. And it's one of those, here's what I'll say it's like. Fifty Shades of Grey kind of has a vibe to it. It's not anything plot like Fifty Shades of Grey, but it has a very kind of that thing that induced women into the Fifty Shades of Grey because all women like that. Listen, not all women, but some. There's a lot of women who like edgy shit and don't want to tell. They're trying to be nice girls. Well, this is this wife. It really, 
it's an edge walking show. So it, 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 it's very interesting. I can't say, I can't really tell you uh, that it's going to, it's, it's like the Fiki Check, but it's slightly written better. And it explores subjects and topics that are just like, would be taboo, like, damn. And it doesn't make it all look good, okay? It doesn't. But it's crazy. Yeah. We need to make one for Jake. Let me shut up. Oh, great. It's like a, well, it's like, <clears throat> yeah, I was about to say Jada Pinkett. But listen, it's like you get to see a Jada Pinkett. Like, this is, I don't know, I can't say this is Jada, but I'm just saying, like, similarities. I mean, like, like you get to see this white, what is she, it's not, and this is all, all her fault either. It's not all the this. She's not some terrible. She has her selfishness, but her husband has some things too. And it is crazy. It's a crazy show. Sex life. It's interesting. It's an interesting discussion. It's an interesting look at uh, how people view marriage and love and relationships. Oh my God, it's interesting. And how how far would you go to fuck up your family? <laughs> I don't know. And is what you think you wanted really what you wanted? It's crazy, man. It's a it's a good show. It, I like edge walking shows like that. I can't lie to you because I like to go. I am such an edge walker, though. I can't. I, you know, sometimes I, I you know, I, I know, you know, you know, I am. I just can't. You know, in terms of what I see or what I like, I like to explore. I love looking at humanity and. The, the, the how we make decisions and, and stuff like that. This is always interesting to me. All right, so even the craziest of things. All right, so my last thing is talking about the Netflix show. Uh, what's that show with uh, with Laura London in it? I don't think I got I got a chance. Did I talk about it last week? I didn't like it that much. I think I did talk about it last week. Um, a lot of y'all didn't like it. Uh, the with Eddie Murphy and them. The problem is it's. I, I like Laura London. I just don't think she was good for this role. You know the actress they should have gotten for this, and this isn't a diss to Laura London, but she just would have been better, and I would have believed her more with uh, uh, the star, the co-star they got, guy they had, but Kiki, Kiki Palmer. And the reason why I say that is because Kiki's funny. Uh, she has a more comedic edge, uh, and I think she just would have been great in this movie. Uh, and the script was okay. The script wasn't that great in the movie with Laura London and Amy Murphy. It was okay. It was okay. I'm, so, you know, I felt like I've seen it before with the the guess who's coming to dinner with what's his name? What's the dude's name? Uh, uh, with Bernie Mac and stuff. I just, you know, I I wasn't that impressed with it. Okay, let's just say that. I'm I'm just gonna say the truth. Okay. But I'm glad to see Laura London's back out here doing her thing and working. I just didn't like that mo- that particular movie. I mean, it was okay. Uh, I love to see me alone in it. I like to see, I love, but it just, it just didn't, oh, sorry. Sorry, guys, you guys got to see the background, come on. But it just wasn't my thing, okay? I just really didn't, yeah. I didn't feel that much, okay? It was okay. All right, you guys. I am at the end of the show. This is the real end. Hey, you guys, thank you so much for listening to me. I gave y'all one extra show. Okay, maybe. I don't know. I don't know. I think I'm going to try to take a break. Like, I always say this. I'm not going to say you know, 
and I come back on for a minute, and y'all have these archives, but, yeah, I had to come back on because I need to talk about a couple of things this week, hot topics that came out. But you guys have a wonderful rest of your weekend, okay? And enjoy your week. I know it's been winter cold and crazy in uh, in certain parts of Texas. We had, like, an ice dump like we do. We've had the last few years. But, you know, it's getting better. I hope you guys are having a wonderful uh Rest, I mean, you have a wonderful rest of your week. And um, please enjoy the archives. I'm out. I will see you guys on the next show, okay, whatever that will be, okay? So we're going out with uh, Beyonce because we talked about Beyonce so much, all right? I'm out. See y'all. I feel like falling in
Anyway, okay, so I had other stories to talk to you guys about. I didn't get much to my strange story segment, which is uh, talking about people into astrology are more likely to be narcissistic and um, the lawmakers proposing uh, 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 letting Massachusetts prisoners donate organs for the sentence. Okay, let me just say this real quick. Astrology, I don't think, you know, it was done this, this particular uh Research thing was done online, so people are talking about the research. Uh, the researchers said it's kind of off because they didn't take a big enough sample, so like that. Listen, I love astrology. Most of the people I've met in astrology have not been narcissistic. I'm sure there's some. All of us have narcissistic traits, though. By the way, all of us come sometimes are into self somewhat. You know what I'm saying? But you're not a, a to be a narcissist. You need to be diagnosed. But however, uh, um. I find most people in astrology some of the most caring, funny, fun people because they're in the business of people. Like, you know, you might not, you might disagree with astrology and the stars or is that, you know, I, even though I like astrology, there's something that I don't believe everything, like, you, that's an excuse to act bad. You know what I'm saying? Like, you, what, when they're telling you things about your chart and stuff, they're saying to you, this is what could be a possibility for you. These are things that you need to watch out for. These are things that blah, 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 blah. It's supposed to help you and help you to be a guide for you, okay? So um, to me, when people say, oh, well, you know, see, I'm, you know, I joke about stuff like that. I say, you know, I'm a scrubby car. I know I'm a scrubby But no, it's really not that. It's really saying, hey, because this is this, you could go it, with the deeper things of astrology is really, I, you know, I do a surface thing on here. I talk to y'all about surface stuff to be funny, but sometimes, but really the deeper study of astrology is more than one sign. You're more than one sign. I tell everybody, remember we had Apollonia on here and she explained to you guys, you're more than one sign. You make up a whole chart and astrology to me is a guide. Like it, it, help, it can help guide you to make better decisions in certain parts of life. I don't think it's the only thing you need to use, but I think it does help sometimes with people, okay? I don't think you should be looking at your thing every day going, oh, yeah, this is this. Yeah, blah, blah, blah. My chart, my horoscope says this is day. So this is it. Because a lot of times everybody is not a professional astrologist, okay? So um, I say that, some, you know, the most, some of the best people that I know that have done astrology work, they're really, they are into business of people and they're not narcissistic at all. They actually love, love humanity and human nature, okay? So, uh, <clears throat> yeah, I don't buy that article too much. And as far as the lawmakers proposing letting Massachusetts prisoners donate organs for reduced sentence, listen, that's dumb. So I would not donate my organs for no reduced sentence. And let me just say, I know these prisoners, they feel like they ain't got no choice to I don't know. It's shady. I don't know. These Oregon things are shady nowadays, especially when you're in jail and you ain't got no rights. I say think that shit over, okay? Uh, and then the Chinese balloon. I didn't talk about the Chinese uh, balloon flying over. It took him too long to shoot that shit down, okay? Biden, I'm questioning you. I'm looking at you side-eyed. Are you owned by China? I don't know, okay? Um, so, you know, maybe this week I might come back and talk about some of this stuff. Uh, also, it was a crazy story I saw about this woman that allegedly used the social media uh, to find and kill her Doppler hanger so she could fake her own death. This is a crazy, listen, listen, listen people, this 
is a crazy ass room. Y'all motherfuckers is crazy. You found your Doppler hanger, a person that looks like you, and bitch, you didn't think about DNA? Like, what a dummy. She thinks she's dumb. A sociopath. A sociopath thinks like that. Oh, I want to fake my own death, so I need to find somebody who looks like me. Now you're thinking about, this is DNA out here. They can DNA your funky ass. Oh, my God, it's so stupid. I just don't even know what to do. I hate that story. And the girl was beautiful. Oh, sad. I mean, when I hear the story, it's like, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a I think I have it on my thing page, but I wanted to talk about it. It's a 23-year-old German Iraqi woman who's accused of killing a beauty blogger she met online uh, who looked like, who looked just like her. Authority says he alleged murder, says alleged murder was a part of the suspect's elaborate plan to stage her own death. Various uh, outlets uh, report. And uh, uh, and it says uh, it says the uh, the Munich-based suspect identified in German news outlets has shared Ben K allegedly sourced Instagram for lookalike for a lookalike target before selling on Algerian beauty blogger Khadija O. Oh my God, it's so sad. She is she is beautiful. It's sad. She has a new a nutcase. Okay, so uh, listen, I may talk about some of these stories tomorrow. I forgot the Grammy Awards is tomorrow. I don't know if I'll be watching. I don't usually watch the Grammys anymore. It's like the Beyonce show. Isn't this the Beyonce show now? They should just have Beyonce Grammy Awards across the top. Beyonce Grammy. And this year, because she complained because her people were uh, alleged, the people was complaining in the L.A. Times how she never wins record of the year. So now they expect her to win all that this year, Okay. This is the Beyonce Awards. It's a waste of my time. I don't know. I may watch it and talk about it again tomorrow night. I may talk about the Grammy tomorrow, so I may come back and I may talk about some of this news. And uh, I need to talk about me alone. I need to talk about that too. And bad boy sports. So I may be back tomorrow, okay, guys. So it may not. I might not be completely gone. I may come back tomorrow night to talk about Grammys, okay? So I'm not gone yet. I may take it. I'm on my break yet, but because I got so much happening this week, so I may do that. Let's do that, okay? So that's maybe what I'll do. All right, all right, you guys. I'm out. You stayed online. You guys, you got to hear a little bit of more news. Maybe I'll do some of these. I'll do some of this chat tomorrow on the Grammy Awards. I'm out. Y'all have a good night. See y'all. They used to sit.